Guys, Adam, Mike, what's up, Dean? Good afternoon or evening. Yeah, Friday be Friday of Memorial Day. It's always I mean, man, Friday before on a three day weekend is the shit. Always the best. Yeah, <laughs> and I just like wrapped up this thing at work today. I'm feeling great. Um, nice, very chill, and I'm glad uh, we're like convening for this. But I've wanted to do something like this for a while, which is just like just talk about um, fringe beliefs. So the the nature of this pod is going to be fringe beliefs. We were just sh- shooting the shit before, and we were talking about these graphics card and stuff. Like, I would say a fringe belief would be, you know, how people saw like the vast improvement in graphics and sort of virtual world building over mm-hmm. 10, 15 years, and then from there extrapolated like simulation theory and you know, like, yeah, all this, are we living? Are, are we actually living in a three dimensional computer simulation? That kind of thing, <laughs> and. You know, it's a funny, you know, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's laughable in a way, but then you listen well, to someone like Bostrom make the case for it, and you're like, I don't know necessarily if I believe it, but I can't dismiss You can't disprove it. it. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. I, he's not proving can't it. can't easily, yeah. But I can't also, at the same time, I can't disprove what he's saying. There's a certain logic to it that I don't know if it's like super easy to rebut that logic or not, or... Yeah. I mean, like a so. theory like string theory, right? Which some versions of that theory posit that there are 11 dimensions, right? Was seen like when it was first introduced was like a very, was a sort of outside the realm, outside the normal, you know, uh, establishment physics, right? But now it's sort of seen as a pretty standard idea in physics, right? I suppose though, I don't know if like regular people have a viewpoint on string theory because it doesn't, tell a story that that we care that we care about you know like in our daily life but like uh, other fringe beliefs um one that i'm particularly interested is 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 in ufos and the uh existence of alien visitation and you know all of the i'm fascinated by it because there's this whole like weird religious belief structure that's growing up around it and they believe in this thing called disclosure with a capital D, which is when the truth will finally be revealed to people. <laughs> yes. oh, no, yeah, they, they have conferences for that. They have conferences yeah. and they have like a couple of movies that have come out. It's yeah, it's a, and, it's and, a movement. And it's, like I used to laugh at this, even though I have, I've always had like a fascination with UFOs and aliens. I've never taken it seriously. And then I watched uh, one of James Fox's uh, documentaries uh, called um, The Phenomenon. And it was just yeah. like, Harry Reid is in this, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Harry Reid was in it. Uh, they had uh, uh, Nick Pope, oh, right, Pope the British guy. Yeah, they. Yeah, Nick Pope, uh, who who's a little odd, uh, but yeah, he you know he held it. He he was the chief investigator for the British government on UFOs. They had um, a whole. They had uh, another guy. What was his name? Uh, Nick. No, something Mellon, Christopher Mellon, who I think was like very high ranking guy in the State Department. Um, and stuff like this. I was just like, this is like feeling kind of legitimate, you know? And yeah, then, some of the pilots have come out as well, like the Navy pilots who have seen this stuff. They're yeah, like David Fravor and stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's hard to dismiss um and and disprove that something's going on. Now, obviously there are people who 
take it a bit far. But I yeah. don't know. It's just there's this weird element of like it's ridiculous on the one hand, but also hard to dismiss and kind of I want it to be true, you know. You and want then to believe. I want to yeah. believe. Mike, okay. you were talking about some ancient civilization shit that you're into. Oh um, yeah, no, that stuff's fascinating. That's yeah, I mean, it's it's been on popular podcasts like Rogan and and whatnot, but you know, the the basic idea is that civilization like is way older than what most PhD level scientists believe, or or you know, say it is basically like. So the biggest example that they always talk about is the Sphinx in Egypt, and how it just doesn't really match. Uh, all the stuff around it and like the head is all shaped funny and there's like water erosion marks and, and all of this stuff. And it's like, it's basically right. impossible to date a big ass rock that somebody carved. Right. So it's, yeah. It's, well, especially it's since there've been, um, there've been repairs to it. So it, it, they were, there's rock added onto it. That wasn't yeah. original. Wait. So how old do we think it is now? And then how old do some of these theories claim it to be? Um, I think the the standard Egyptology position is that it's basically as old as the the pyramids, right? Yeah, like 2000 BC, something like that. 2000 BC, yeah. So at this point, so like about 4,000, 4,500 4, years old. Yeah, but even the Egyptians in their own history, they can they 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 will say that the Sphinx was there before, right? So like they don't even claim that it was a uh, that it, that they built it. So that's also one of those weird things. <laughs> they claim that there were two kingdoms before the current kingdom. Like two civilizations before their current one. I've thought about this too before because I, there was a book out there called, I don't know, something like If Humans Disappear, yeah, something like that. And it was just like this yeah. book about a speculative work of... Uh, thought experiment where like if modern humans like today just disappeared what would happen to the built environment over time and the answer was basically it would all disappear like manhattan right like manhattan would be gone it would rust the water would eventually everything would just collapse and then just turn back into like the earth and there would be like and then it would be completely grown over by uh you know by forests and stuff and after like a few thousand years you, there would be no trace of it left. I'm like, really? That's yeah. it? Um, and so it got me thinking, like, wait, well, is it possible that... I mean, I don't think they go, they've they gone that far, but is it possible that we've had, like, really advanced civilizations we've never heard of, like, 100,000 years ago? That people know, will or, talk or about 50, that, yeah. 50,000 years ago. Like, an order of magnitude further back in time than anyone's comfortable really thinking about, like, prehistory. Is it possible that there was, like, an advanced civilization back then, and then they've disappeared, and we... Humanity hit a hard reset, you know. There are there are people who write books about that and talk about that, and they say and they say that because you just as you just said, right? Like our civilization, which people believe is like the most advanced that ever humans have ever been, and we build things out of metal and it seems very durable. As you just mentioned, right? Like serious scientists who study this kind of thing are like, yeah, it would probably there wouldn't be any sign of it that we would recognize as. Um, you know, man-made structures or artifacts after a couple of thousand years. Yeah. So think about a hundred thousand years. Like the oldest things that be. we, the oldest things that we know of in archaeology are made out of stone, right? Like the pyramids and 
this thing. We're not we're right. not doing much of that left. Maybe we'll they'll yeah, maybe not. they'll uncover um Mount Rushmore or something. Right. That's granite. So that that would probably yeah. survive quite a while and that's pretty obvious. I mean it's a bunch of faces. So Right. And it's not in a very like you know, the the climate it's in is not very harsh either. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I mean, everything else that we produce on a day-to-day basis, I mean, metal just will just, you know, corrode away with it. It just turns I mean, back into, into yeah. minerals. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean the pavement on the, the pavement yeah. in the roads is gone after one year anyway, right? So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so everything we make and use is, I mean, it's all consumable, right? So shit would disappear soon, quick. Yeah, so there are people, I don't, I don't know the names off the top of my head, but there are definitely people who make those types of claims, team where they say that it's probably likely that there were some, maybe maybe not as advanced as us, who knows, but there were gatherings of people that, you know, lived together and had a culture and would be recognizable as a civilization. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of know, the stuff way, way a lot of the stuff is uh, crazy because the ocean levels have changed so much over the centuries, right? Over the millennia. Yeah. That all this, like, like the Mount Rushmore from 50,000 years ago could be somewhere under the, <laughs> under the sea. So we have really no way of falsifying right. any of this stuff until we like happen across some kind of discovery where, you know, we just see giant faces carved into the side of a mountain under the and, ocean. And by this point, let's, <laughs> but if like Mount Rushmore was submerged in seawater, right, for 40,000 years, would it even be recognizable? At that yeah, point, yeah. right? Right, because like, the ocean currents would have eroded it away. Or yeah. Whatever, right. And it would be, and let's say it was like in a shallow enough area, like would it be covered with coral or be covered in other yeah. types of things? Well, some um, speculate UFOs no. actually have an aquatic origin. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, not actually uh, extraterrestrials, right? US yeah, they're, they're not actually extraterrestrial, but they're, because like there's a lot of observations now, like, there's actually a there's actually a kind of a famous um, Navy video that they released, where um, the you could see it on the infrared, this sort of like black dot. I mean, look, I I think all these videos are just not they're not that compelling. They're weird, yeah. but they don't. It's not clear what you're looking at because it's infrared and it's grainy, but they do move weird and they behave weird. And there's this like black dot, like right on the like sort of on the horizon, but above the ocean and it's it it just blinks out it just disappears it doesn't go into the ocean it just sort of like blinks out and and uh and then fravor i was re-listening to what fravor was fravor fravor is the guy that was flying the f-18 they scrambled f-18s to go um intercept these rate you know these these, these weird things that were showing up on the radar, on the radar yeah war game off the coast of la over in, I think the Catalina Islands, that area or something like that, uh, or maybe yeah. maybe further south, but in Southern California area, and so they they scrambled these F-18s, and and Fravor said his first visual contact was that there was a something un, just under the um, surface the of surface. the ocean that was causing like white water, so there was clearly something in the middle of the ocean that was just causing a right physical under, reaction in the water. Yeah, it was there were, the water yeah. above it was churning. And then the Tic Tac thing that he saw, I thought originally that that thing came out of the water, but actually there was, it was a much larger thing. And above it, there was the Tic Tac that was. Ah, so the, it was it. like the Tic Tac was supposedly hovering over the larger thing that was submerged? Yes. Or so there was a larger interacting object with it? under it. 
And then the Tic Tac was above it, and he said it was popping around like a like a like a drone. Ball. No, not like a drone, like a ping pong ball. Like it was like pew oh, okay. pew, pew pew, you know. Great. Which drones, um, do, drones don't do that. Yeah. Drones can't do that. Not at that speed. Yeah, it can't accelerate and decelerate like that. All right, look, I'm just saying, I'm just repeating what he said. Um, point being that uh, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I will, I will confess to being a bit of a UFO nut. <laughs> I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a believer uh, when it comes this, to this. This is stuff. a safe space. Yeah, it's a safe space, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I've, I've, I've been into that stuff my whole life. I think it's just fascinating. The crazy thing is, like, you know, these these Navy pilots or whatever. It it's not like they even like parts of different parts of the government don't talk to each other, right? So if if some top secret DARPA project is operating off the coast of California, like they're not going to tell the Navy guys <laughs> what they're doing. True. So it's very it's very possible that this could just be uh, like domestic military tech. Um, or or anything really. I mean, it, but you know, but but in a way, I find that even more incredible. If yeah. that if that yeah. kind if we have the technology to do the kind of things that they saw this thing doing, um, that's even more incredible to me. Or or at least as incredible. One is like what scientific knowledge do do these agencies or secret development labs have that we don't have? Because they must have access to some yeah. physics that we don't. Because I don't think there's any single like known kind of physics that can explain at the the kinds of things that they're they're saying that they saw and they observed with instruments like radar. Uh, go, you know, traversing, you know, tens of thousands of feet in you know in a, in half a second. And and, um, and the and the and the uh, deacceleration too, and the direction changes and yes, yeah. And, I and mean, just the hovering, the fucking hovering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so if we have that stuff, okay, that's cool. But that's even crazier. That's even a, like, okay, then how did we figure this out? We're the aliens? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're <laughs> the aliens, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned, Mike, like that, um, you know, and, and you're right that, like, obviously the, the governments, the government agencies, even the same different branches of the military don't communicate to each other, uh, with each other. And, Let's say, like you know, the the skeptic explanation of what happened or what Favor uh, experienced was that it was a new type of sub, right? That he wasn't familiar with or wasn't briefed on or something, and that sub has a new drone technology, and that drone technology is some sort of like uh, reconnaissance or some sort of like um, defense technology, so that it can you know, have awareness of what's above it when it's submerged, right? That would be the skeptic's explanation of what he saw. Right. But those I, facts. I don't think that's a skeptical... I don't even view that as a skeptic's take, though. Because that, that, that involves, in a way, like, even more crazy conspiracy theory to think right. that we could have that level of tech and it hasn't, like, no, no physicist can explain it like, they, do they have like a secret Manhattan project with someone who like has broken, you know, the code of of gravity and can gravity, now like yeah. can now produce anti gravity? Like, there's no known physicist that can talk about that seriously. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it's possible. I mean, like the government has all these high energy labs all around the country, and it's like, well, what the fuck do these people do all day? 
they got to be doing something and it's you know ostensibly it's all for nuclear energy research but you know once you're dealing with secret labs that do energy work <laughs> they, they could go in a million different directions right without telling anyone i think people overestimate what's going yeah. on in these labs overestimate yeah i think the more cutting edge research is probably taking place outside of the labs that's my guess i don't know like where uh, in universities and private industry. Oh, okay. um, yeah. yeah. I think, I yeah, think that, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, like top, top people don't necessarily go to Los Alamos or whatever. I think they're doing, like, I've had, I, cause there's labs like that in, you know, near where I grew up, like Fort, Fort, D, uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, but there's a number of like army, army and military labs and stuff in, in that area. And I had friends, you know, their fathers, mothers work there and, you know, they're doing stuff like, they had like top top level clearances, and then later I found out they were just dealing with like how to store chemical weapons, you know, like how to how to deal with bio threat, uh, you know, how to deal with bio threats and stuff. And like, there's just a lot of like you know, pretty boring research yeah. about how to keep chemical weapons stable over time. I know a kid when I was growing up, his parents or his dad worked for uh, I think it was Rockwell. Oh, my dad got, worked there. Yeah, the the uh, yeah they, yeah. They, so they like I remember him, his dad showing us videos of when they would go out to the desert to like do testing and stuff. Oh wow, <laughs> that's pretty, my dad pretty was crazy. that's awesome. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. Rockwell lot, was uh, the company that made the space shuttle. Yeah, they yeah. got subsumed into some other contractor at some point. Yeah. But I think Northrop. But but yeah, they, they uh, I mean yeah, a lot of this stuff definitely goes out uh, or goes on in the uh, southwest region where there's just tons of space. And also water and you know all this all this all this other stuff that um or all this other area that they can just operate in without without any kind of surveillance or anyone knowing it's pretty crazy the other the other big um i mean there's there's actually a lot of ufo sightings and there's a lot like people say there's no pictures or videos i'm like there's a ton of pictures and videos i just don't know <laughs> if um there, there was another there was one that just came out the other day uh from it was a marine base. It was a few. It was like a bunch of marines, like young marines that had taken this video. Oh, really? And it was one of those five light triangle types. That's the other thing that you start realizing when you follow UFO stories is that they're pretty consistent. You get yeah. the same type of UFO sighting over and over and over again, and they seem to fall into categories. And one of those is the giant black triangle. <laughs> And yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the that was the Phoenix Lights thing, which is like oh, yeah, one that, of I think that was that one was, of the most fascinating. UFOs. It's very like compelling. Like thousands very of people compelling. saw that one, right? Thousands, thousands of people, people saw it yeah. over one, a large actually, city. Actually, yeah. the uh, one of the first one of the first um, public reports of it was from a pilot in a private plane who reported it as he was flying into Phoenix, and it turned out it was wow. uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Oh, <laughs> Kurt like Russell I, was like went to my flying his jet. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? He went to he went to high school, his same yeah. high school. Oh, nice. <laughs> did his son go to the high school too? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I think so. Apparently, he was fly, he, he was flying his son to Phoenix because his son's girlfriend was in Phoenix, and I guess he was just being a cool dad and be like, "Yeah, I'll fly yeah. to your girlfriend." And then <laughs> sounds like saw, Kurt Russell would do. Yeah, so he saw the the UFO and they reported it to the tower. Um, 
Yeah. And so he was one of the first. And then thousands of people saw this thing. And they all kind of said the same thing. It was like five lights or something like that arranged. But it, it was, was like a V. Pa- yes, but it was part of the same craft. Yeah. And the thing that they kept saying was it was huge. It was and hovering. Silent and silent. Yeah. Silent. And it blocked out the the, the stars. Meaning- yeah, and it wasn't a solid triangle. It was sort of like a flying V with like... Like a boomerang kind of thing? Like a boomerang, but like sharp, right? Not like the curb, but like... Yeah. That's crazy. Kind of like a stealth fighter, right? But... But without the filled in part, yeah, like just the edge of like the point, uh, like the long ends. Um, yeah, very consistent. Like some of the videos I've seen, though, because the, the official explanation was it was flares. And I, some of the video, you could see the light sort of winking in like they're being dropped from a plane and then they wink out. Well, so, they like, also released. Know, you know. There's not much video of the first sighting. I yeah. think there's just there's just there's some video of it, but that's the thing. It was like there wasn't there wasn't great video evidence of it or picture evidence. There's a it ton was of like, test, eyewitness yeah. testimony. It was yeah, like mid late nineties, right? So oh, it wasn't yeah. quite and, and then, the time and then, where everyone would uh, have a cell phone camera. No, but you're right. The military came that. out and said, "Oh no, no, we were running flares that night." Yep. And they have videos of the flares, and it is kind of like resembling lights in the yeah. sky, but. All the witnesses were saying, including Fife Simington, who's who was the governor of Arizona uh, of Arizona at the time. Yeah, said he saw it up close. He said he, he had a very close sighting of it because his his house was in the mountains or something, and um, he saw it fly over. And he was like, "Dude, I've seen B two bombers, or I've seen whatever. Right, this I've seen flares. A, right, I've He's, seen flares. It wasn't yeah. none of that. First of all, this thing was huge. It was like there were some. One of the witnesses was like B two. He was like, you could land 40 B2s on this thing. Damn. Um, and I just have a hard time believing that that many people, uh, for some reason, got diluted by flares that night. Because they probably do flares all the time. Right. In right. that area. And you don't get this level of hysteria regularly. That was a very, like, one-time yeah. event. And, and I remember the governor, um, who seems like a very sane person, Right. Do you remember, like, one of the big things was he he did a press conference the next day? And yeah, he, made he initially fun whole, made fun of it. Did his chief of yeah. staff come out in an alien yeah. costume? <laughs> green <laughs> costume, right, yeah. And yeah, so initially was, he made fun of it, yeah. Well, he later said that he did that because there were some people that were getting... He felt like people needed to be calmed down because people were so worked up about what they saw. Damn. But then later... You know, years after the thing, he said he kind of regrets it because he was like, I didn't mean to I didn't mean to demean people who really saw something because he's like, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. And I (laughs) he had been pushing for the military to provide some explanation. He said they just told him it was flares. And he was like, it wasn't flares. Trust me. It was a giant, silent, hovering fucking black triangle. Way bigger than any aircraft we've ever made. And it was flying I, yeah. right over my fucking head, and I saw it. I think the creepiest part for all those similar sort of triangle light UFOs is that it's the silence, the lack of sound, yeah. but people knowing it's moving, people knowing it's solid because it's blocking the the starlight. Um, the lack of sound is the creepiest part to me. Yeah, Because like, so- if, it, if it was emitting a sound or had like obvious... Um, you know, contrail or something, then you could explain it. It would be easy for anyone looking at it to explain it away as like, oh, it's just a 
uh, an airplane or something. Yeah, that, that shit's scary because, um, I mean, have you ever have you ever seen like a military helicopter fly over you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 fucking huge, right? And they make a, a lot of noise. A lot of noise. But the, Ton but of the overwhelming the the overwhelming feeling you get is like, oh, I I like couldn't outrun this thing. Like, if this thing were after me, there's literally nowhere you could go that it couldn't <laughs> can destroy you. So that that kind of feeling is definitely. I mean, if you saw a giant hovering crap that made absolutely no noise over you, that would be twenty times scarier. I think. Yeah, yeah. terrifying. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Phoenix Lights, um, like, well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned that, like, the, the sightings are um, uniform. And, and I know that some people have tried to um, explain away uh, the UFO sightings as, like, um, mass hysteria or as uh, people getting influenced by other sightings. So they're, they're, they're seeing, like, patterns where they aren't there. Um, but I don't know. I, I take it differently. I take it as that there might be something to what people are seeing because the consistency I don't think everyone is like in on some sort of sonic conspiracy just to make it up or that everyone is sort of just influenced by everything else they've heard well um, and there there's oh. there are things that are very strange that appear in the sky I remember there's a video or there's a picture uh I think in like some Nordic country maybe Iceland or something and it's a bizarre photo it's just it's just this like fucking spiral in the sky like this you know <laughs> and everyone seen, was freaking that, yeah. out and then they were like oh it was actually a failed rocket launch and the thing was spinning out of control in a spiral fashion so yeah that's what it did and everyone accepted that people weren't like no that's not what it was you know they were like okay that makes sense that's consistent yeah. with what I saw. <laughs> you know and 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 mm-hmm. there, there there's also sightings you know like of the spacex uh um, yeah, they, they shoot it off from Vandenberg yeah. out here. That, that yeah, and the spiral. reentries look fucking weird, man. Have you seen them? Like sometimes they have like these weird, like a like sort of like an amoeba in the sky look, or like a jellyfish in the sky look. They don't look normal. I mean, they, these things look really weird. And people, you know, you see videos. People are like, "What the fuck is that?" And then they'll say, "Well, it was a SpaceX reentry thing." And then people are like, "Oh, okay." That makes sense. Right? Like, I don't... What I'm saying is, like, if you have an adequate explanation that corresponds with what people saw, sure. they will accept it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? But but so when it comes to the Phoenix Lights thing, I'm just like, well, it's... I don't think it's the case that people just won't accept that it's flares. If, it, if what they saw could be explained by flares, people would and want to accept that. Right. That's they true. They want to know. Like, people want to know yeah. what the fuck that was. And if you right. give me an adequate explanation, like I'm more th- people are more than happy to accept that. But if it's not adequate, they're going to be like, "No, dude, it wasn't flares, man. It was a fucking triangle. <laughs> it was a Dorito. It was a black Dorito in the sky. Like it's not. It wasn't <laughs> flares. Because there were like flares fall and then they blink out. They do. This thing was just sitting there, and then it went. It flew off. And they also don't like stay consistently. Uh, they don't have in like formation. a consistent yeah. distance, and they don't really stay in formation. Like they get affected by the wind and all the, you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean th- that that's a that's a crazy one. Um, there's one I'm trying to remember now. Like what I can I it's easier for me to accept sort of oh, okay we see we see or we have these video of like an unexplained something in the sky. 
the cases that start to get um, really hard, hard, well, that I, I find hard to accept for myself. Stretches the, the limits ones, of credulity. Yes, yeah, stretches the limits of credulity are like the close encounters of the third kind, right? Where there's an like, actual encounter with a being. Yeah, like or like people say there's an encounter. Yeah, exactly. And there's a famous one um, with like a school in like South Africa. I, I'll, I'll look it up. Yes. Is it Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe, yep. Yeah, okay. So I'm not surprised, you know. Yeah, but it was like these school children and this craft landed and like they got out, like like beings got out and like psychically interacted with the children and like uh, it was, it's a crazy story. Oh, I think I saw um, this. Yeah, the children are like adults now. They're like in their yeah, 40s. yeah, and they and they've all like stayed consistent. Like they there, haven't like a, yeah. changed there's an their almost story. I, there's an almost identical yeah. story. I think just that happened within a few years of that one in in um, Australia. Okay. Same thing. School. It was uh, craft. Maybe yes. Maybe it was Australia. The one. No, I'm no, no. It's both. It's both. Yeah. It's both. It, it happened Crazy. in Zimbabwe, and it also happened in like Australia Rhodesia or something. Yeah, and and it was around the same time, and all of those children are now adults. Yeah, and they still stick to their story. They're like, I saw this thing, you know, and whatever. And then there were other, yeah. At least in Australia, there were other witnesses that had been seeing uh, UFOs, and there's 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 a couple pictures of it, pretty good ones. Like, there's a picture of this, like it looks like a silver bell on its side, and it's a film photograph, and it it it. It looks pretty real. I, I don't know like how much analysis they did on this thing, but it, the picture's out on the web, and you can see it. And it's like it looks like a silver, you know, school bell—the kind that you get to get, you know. Get people yeah, yeah, yeah. But on its side, on its right? side, and it's just like hovering, you know, in the air like that. And the the children look at that, and they're like, "Yeah, that's what we saw." And then it landed in the in in the school, and then like a, I don't know if it happened in I know in Zimbabwe. These kids say that, like, a little three- or four-foot-tall alien. And all of these stories involve three- or four-foot-tall aliens. Yeah. They're almost <laughs> the same height. Yeah, yeah. And with the same big eyes. It's actually the gray yeah. man shit. But wait, we could talk about this as a theory. Like, I, I don't believe – I personally don't believe that there are gray man aliens. But no. it could be the case that there is an alien intelligence that is – that has kind of converged – on the gray man as the sort of like what we expect an alien to look like. And therefore ah, it is okay. manifesting that in, for whatever reason is manifesting our existing beliefs for us. So we're seeing kind of what we expect, but not because, not because we're fooling ourselves, but because something is right, has determined that that's what we expect. But anyway, but, or, to like help facilitate communication so we don't panic or we don't. Yeah. Know, to, for, Okay. Yeah, okay. that's an idea. Now, these stories are ridiculous. The idea that an alien UFO landed, a four-foot-tall uh, gray man came out, and then telepathically told the children that you've got to take better care of your planet is a joke. I mean, it's a yeah. fucking joke. Okay? <laughs> but it's a joke. It is. It's a joke. I mean, but there was a Harvard There was a Harvard psychologist guy. He went down there to like study he it. He went down he? there, and I think he yeah. was asking the right questions, going, this is ridiculous. Yeah. How the hell did you guys get into the situation where all these kids are saying the same thing? And I'm sorry, but it's not likely that children are going to make up um, right. an event like this and stick to the script. Not yeah. one of them fucks up. For like 30 not, years. Yeah, yeah, they're not capable of it. They're not capable of it. 
they were saying this very heartfelt. And I think the psychology psychology is very interested in this sort of delusion. Like, where does it come from? Right. If it right. doesn't, it can't come from reality because it's impossible. Then where does it come from? And he didn't have any answers. So you think it might have been like some kind of psychic projection into the kids' minds, or do you Perhaps. think that physically, actually, a thing came out of the sky? With maybe not, but then, but the idea of a psychic projection to me is just as ridiculous as a UFO landing. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> because who's who's sending that projection? Yeah, and how do you even do that? Home. At least with a UFO, yeah, we have some theory, physical of like, thing, right? Physical yeah. thing. <laughs> like, what 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 like psycho, you know, psychological projection beam and where is it coming from yeah from where like <laughs> so I, I guess I, I i'm of the i'm of the opinion that the um because a lot of people say ufos are bullshit because there's no physical evidence of it which i disagree with there is a picture of this ufo right it's physical evidence it's a it's a good picture too it's not a shit picture and corroborated by the witnesses by the by the kids by so there is physical evidence yeah. right um not not compelling evidence. like we don't have anything tangible but there is a film image of it but uh, uh even the absent the evidence actually in a way the absence of evidence doesn't bother me because the real thing that interests me is well how the hell did we get all these kids how did this how did the social phenomenon yeah, yeah. of of this report come about because this is not a normal that's not an easy thing to pull off if, if it was a if it was a hoax Right, like who, which which of the adults did all the adults at the school sort of decide to do this, and for what reason? If they did, why would they do that? Yeah, yeah, like why would they do that? And I'm sorry, yeah. but it, I don't think a few adults yeah. could have put together this as like a kids would have realized if these were adults every child UFOs. They're not. How are you going to get this thing yeah. to fly up in the air? They all saw it fly, or convince them all just to lie and be that specific and consistent forever. And why would they do that? And like, what would they have? Like, how would they convince them to keep doing it until they're adulthood? When like now they're adults, they're not children. Like, what, what, what would compel them to do that? Yeah, right? we're, we're talking about direct witnesses here. Yeah. So that is, those are very compelling. I'm not saying they're it proves like, that the aliens exist, but I'm saying that there's a huge mystery there. What about like hypnosis? Like, what if somebody hypnotized all these children? Hypnosis time. isn't that powerful, right? Like it doesn't work that like that. What what if what if there's a I don't know, what if, the, what there if there's any, some kind Okay, of, no, but but let's take that for a sec. Is there yeah. any precedent that we know of that would that of hypno mass hypnosis that 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 we I mean, like, that we know about that could that there's could like cults. There's like cult phenomenon, right? Where you can convince something you can convince a bunch of people of something that's totally wild. But, that's uh, true. but even but but you that's can't true. convince even cult members are operating on belief. You can't yeah, implant yeah. a, you, you a can physical memory of something that hasn't happened yet, yeah. but not something that they saw. Yeah. Right? Yes. Exactly. They'll they'll all believe that the alien will come. But right, I, right, I've right. never heard of a cult where they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we saw the alien," or "We saw yeah. Jesus." You know, they they yeah. They, it's, they, it's, uh, well, uh, I mean, uh, how about like the um, Heaven's Gate people? Did they did they claim that they saw? Uh, they, no, I don't think they claim they saw the physical object, but they claim that they communicated, right? I that's think diff that's different. It is different, but uh, you know they they they, be they believed enough to commit suicide, right? There were also adults. So, no, yes, that's true. They were adults, though. Right. Know? Where I think adults have a higher capacity for self delusion than kids who who just don't huh. who have I think a more direct. They're just reporting what they see, you know, whereas I think humans are uh, adults might be 
you know, we 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 start mm. developing preferences for what we want to be true, and you know, right. but but even true. then, honestly, I think a lot of these theories are by by dismissing the absurd. They're relying on what seems less absurd, but actually, if you dig into it, is even more absurd. Right, it's more complicated this, than this idea that <laughs> that, like you said, like we could like just mass hypnotize people to have seen something. Like for some reason, feels less ridiculous than a metal object coming out of the sky and a little four <laughs> coming out of it. But it is also ridiculous in its yeah, own. Yeah, it's also pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's basically mind control at that point. Exactly. Right. If, and, if, and if, like, yeah. No evidence that we could do this. If hypnosis were that powerful, then yeah, we would all be fucking screwed. I'm I'm fascinated <laughs> by the mysteries, you know. Yeah, I think the mystery is is more fascinating <laughs> to me. Um, but I, I but I've also not a small part of me wants it to be true, like all of it, you know, like every aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, you know, I was thinking about that. Um, I think I think like. I personally need to it, it makes me feel good. I don't need it, but like it, it, I enjoy having fringe beliefs like this. Belief meaning I'll tell you what I believe. I believe that there definitely is uh these I think these UFO sightings are real, meaning the people did see them and they're being honest to their memory. Yeah. I don't know if that necessarily means it happened. But I have a hard time thinking of any way they could have this memory without it having happened, especially the mass sightings, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the abduct- abduction stuff is harder to say. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not sure about that, though. I don't want, I'm, I'm pre- like that, preternaturally <laughs> not, I'm not disposed to disbelieving people. I just think that might be easier to explain as like a nightmare or that sleep paralysis. Uh, I've, I've had sleep paralysis before intermittently in my yeah. life. And I can yeah. believe how it is very scary. And, and if it's dark, you know, where what usually is when you're sleeping or where you're sleeping and there's shadows and things like that. And you're sort of in a panicky state. People could, I can see how people could make that up or think that something's happening. Like a being is there, but it was just sleep paralysis. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't believe them. I'm yeah. just saying like, I think there are, there is. It's harder. To, there's. They seem, at least on the face, like less mysterious. Like yeah, I'm kind of like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you you had a hallucination. Yeah, but when you're, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like I mean, believing an individual is always really tough, no matter what they tell you about anything, right? Unless you Sadly. absolutely trust them. It's sad you know? but true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when it's, you know, yeah, when it's half a city or like thirty kids or, you know, yeah. four navy pilots. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it tends to be more believable. Cor- corroborated by radar data as well as the Navy itself saying, yes. Yeah, uh, we, yeah the DOD is like, yeah, this happened. <laughs> and plus similar events like in other places on the East Coast uh, of the United States where this has happened. And then you and then you look at the record from like foreign militaries and air forces and they mm-hmm. see the same thing. And then you start digging into the stories of civil, of, of airline airliner pilots that fly oh, yeah. for major airlines and they're piloting large aircraft. These aren't, you know, uh, fly-by-night types reporting very strange sightings yeah. as well. Yeah, no, that happens all the it's time. It's hard to dismiss. It's hard yeah. to, and, and you know, like, I mean, maybe most of them can be explained by, um, you know, just some c- confluence of strange things where another airplane appeared in a very strange way. But there are some that just don't, that really seem to defy explanation. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, so let me ask you something. If let okay, let's let's pretend these are actually alien craft, right, or or something like that. Do you think that they've been here since before humans, or do you think that they visit every once in a while, or what do you think the setup is for this kind of? I have no idea. Yeah. I think um, I think that the beauty of the the reason I'm so attracted to the UFO mythology is that it's one of those things that we cannot. We could try to write a story around it, but in all yeah. probability, it's probably totally inaccurate, and it's yeah. it's probably something. It's like seeing. Um, just a tiny, tiny glimpse of a larger reality that is so beyond our current so ability crazy. to comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's so beautiful about it, is it, it it seems like this little crack into something that might be like, dude, you <laughs> you people don't have any clue what universe you're living in. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah, this, uh, this also ties back into like the ancient civilizations thing where, yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. the technology that these these forgotten civilizations may have come from off planet or whatever. Right. And that well, if you believe them. the Scientologists, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, but, I mean, there's a, I think one of the more interesting theories about this is, um, let me look his name up, but I just, there, there's a professor over at George Mason university in Virginia who has this, like, he's not saying that this is the case. He's like, I don't have evidence for this. But he's just saying, if you wanted to write a story around this, oh, his name is Robin Hansen. He's like, if you wanted to write a story about this, he's like, I could do like some, you know, you could explain some of the timelines here. Like the strange, it would be a huge coincidence for there to be another intelligent civilization that happens to coexist with us and is close enough to get here. Right. Right. So he was like, okay. Within, that would yeah. that alone should tell you that that is not happening. The likelihood of of yeah. another intelligent civilization arising near near enough to you in space and time to come visit you is very low, yeah. right? So yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be happening. But he said, let's assume it is happening. How can we explain it? And he was like, my theory is panspermia theory, meaning that right. life was seeded from a common source in this area. Right, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. in the, in the, in the yeah. local galac- galaxy area, right. and and so it was seeded by like one source at around the same time, and so we might have a delta with this thing in terms of like maybe maybe they're a million years ahead of us or ten million years ahead of us, right? Which in like total time is like nothing, and they've cracked the they've cracked you know and then the he FTL, goes all into this stuff yeah. which I didn't really follow which but so it's like a, it's like a sibling civilization on yes it's, they're siblings and that, they're they're constructed from older. DNA right and so they're not terribly they're not like super alien from us uh, because they're they're also DNA based life well uh, right. common source which might explain why maybe they're able to find us because they're looking for similar they're signs looking for of, siblings yeah yeah right. so like because that, i mean that's one theory of like why like we haven't even found other signs of life or um one reason why we might not have been visited is that the other alien life out there is so different from us that we're sort of like two ships passing in the night like we just don't 
even recognize the signals or, or we don't recognize right. them as life. So we ignore it. And they're so doing they, the same for they, us. Yeah. Like, so if they followed a similar traje- trajectory, they would know that we use radio, radio waves for, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. So they would know what to look for, but we wouldn't necessarily. Or we're just not powerful enough to detect it. Right. Like we yeah. don't have the technology have to be able to, yeah. Like we, ha- we're very good still at, you know, we're, our ability to project these things is a lot more advanced than it, our ability to detect it. Right. Right. So like, and that's maybe they've just sort of, they've, you know, if they're a million years ahead of us in development, maybe they've cracked some of that stuff. And yeah. even if we could detect it, we couldn't get there in time for our lifespan. Right. So like right. they just have all of this figured out and they would want to visit us because we're, you know, cousin civilizations. Because yeah. that's the other part of the question, right? Like, why would anyone care? Like, why would anyone care to come here <laughs> anyway? Right? Like, Earth is not that special. Like, there are a lot of planets with water and, you know, atmospheres and, you know, rocks and that That might be stuff, part right? of the story that I feel like we are <laughs> incapable of addressing because we're just not advanced enough to comprehend, like... We're just not there yet in terms of being able to understand the motivations of something so much more advanced than us. Or maybe we are. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're keeping an eye. Like another thing that has been said is that they, yeah, that they have a particular interest in uh, the nuclear activity. Like there's a lot of of UFOs around nukes, around nuclear. Yeah, and uh, see, I don't, I don't know how to take, I don't know how seriously to take some of these reports, but there is a guy. I forgot his name, but he um, said that there was, and there's all there's a lot of these cases around U.S. military uh, nuclear sites. But he he had said that there had a they had a sighting of a UFO out in I forgot where in the middle of the country somewhere, and they you know, saw like this bright light thing, and and one of the guys reported that he was scared as shit. He said this thing was flying over the base. And then all of the warning, like warning lights, tripped because all the nukes, I guess they were switched like Minuteman missiles, yeah. you know, like ICBM installations, switched off. And oh, uh, they switched off. Okay, yeah, they switched off. And so they're saying that there, there might be this, um, like motivation that these that these craft have. Let's just call them alien craft to demonstrate to us that they hold all of the power they're they're kind of flexing which is why they get attracted to like military exercises and Mm. because like on the east coast you know they they've released it's not just on the west coast on the east coast with the carrier groups and stuff that are deploying over the persian gulf they have the similar type of war games and they're like some of the pilots that have um that they've interviewed are like oh yeah we see this shit all the time like on the radar you know, we don't always go scramble to go see what it is, but we see it on the radar all the time. These bizarre things flying information, and but they have seen it in in person too. Yeah, and, like countries do this to each other too, right? Like the U.S. Yeah. or and Russia and China will just like display their aircraft capabilities close to borders all the time. Yeah, it's a it's sort of a flex. Yeah, like, so it's, it's a thing. Look, yeah, it's definitely. Let me show thing. you what I can do. Right. And this, the aliens things or whatever they are, the Tic Tac or whatever, a lot of, a lot of the people that were like, you know, like Fravor himself and the others, because he he was, you know, he had a, uh, he had like a 
Yeah, the F eight. Yeah, he had a goose in the back. Yeah, F eighteens <laughs> are two pilot, right? I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Or two and, passenger, um, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. like during like during the forties uh, and fifties and sixties, there was a shitload of nuclear testing, like bomb oh, testing. Yeah, absolutely. So it, theoretically, if you are an alien civilization with keep like keeping tabs on Earth, and then all of a sudden you just start seeing nukes go off everywhere, you're going to be like, "What the fuck is going on over here?" Yeah, like we we yeah. might have to we might have to come in and regulate a little bit because these guys right. might get out of hand. And I don't know <laughs> right. if they're going to try and save. I don't think they're trying to save us from ourselves in that sense. They may be thinking in a like um like in, in like in a in like an inter intergalactic inter- federation sense <laughs> that they don't want humans to become a problem. Yeah, in the yeah. future. I, I was gonna say yeah, I was gonna say they just want to make sure that they don't get damaged the other yeah. the other thing is that maybe, like they may be like wait these guys might figure out the secret sauce yeah, interstellar sh- yeah they might yeah. be close to figuring out how the shit works so maybe they're here to like prevent us from figuring shit out <laughs> you know <Right>. or <laughs> who knows yeah, well, i mean the, the, the other the idea could, regulators yeah well the other the another idea around that is that um even though we're not a particularly uh, unique planet, maybe maybe they just don't want resources to be wasted. So they're like, you know what? If they're going to destroy their environment and they're going to destroy all this stuff, like we don't want that. We we want it for ourselves. So we're gonna you know prevent them from from uh, from doing too much damage. I mean, that's another <laughs> that's another possibility. Um, they they, they want to make sure that we yeah. don't wreck the shit that they're about to take over in the future. Exactly. Yeah, yeah Earth, absolutely. Earth, I figure if they nice really wanted this stuff, they would have killed oh, they us just a long take time it. ago. Yeah. But I think if they wanted, because I think they've been here for a while, and if they really wanted to take us out, they would have done it a long time ago. They wouldn't have waited until we became like dangerous like this. <laughs> Even like billions of us. Why did they let us get so far? They should have taken us out back in the... Uh, okay, well, here, here's, here's, here's That's one. True. Maybe they, That's true. Maybe they did take us out Hundred thousand years ago, we got a little too big for our britches, and they sent something into the atmosphere to fucking try to wipe us all out, or at least set us back by fifty thousand years. And here we are today. And they're, they're gonna have to think about it again. That's a, yeah. yeah, like the all those different <laughs> flood, all the different flood myths, right? The younger Dryas right, right. and the yeah. Maybe yeah, they just sent a fucking giant nuke over to Earth, knock us down a couple of pegs. This yeah. was the this was the base this was the <laughs> plot of uh, Three Body Problem. Oh really? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was an alien civilization that spoiler alert. Uh, There's an alien civilization that lived in a very unstable system, and they wanted to come take over ours because we have a we're a solo star. They lived in a trinary a ter- trinary trinary uh, star system star system, and they yeah. would just get f- ripped apart. Because of this thing, radiation and heat, and they, now they had the technological lead on us, but then they calculated that at our rate of development, that by the time their colonial starships got over here, we would have advanced while they would have stayed the same because they can't conduct research and development on the starship right, on this like generation ship, yeah, yeah. So they would be stuck oh, okay. in time on the starship, and by the time they got here, we would have been it. Would have their been, shit. Yeah, yeah, we would have been ready to take them on. And so they sent over an advanced particle thing, like a like a probe thing, uh-huh. like a subatomic probe, that would come and just jam all our all of our um, all of our uh, particle accelerators. Oh, particle! So that we could not conduct particle physics and discover 
the thing that needed to be discovered right. for us some to high move energy on to the next... or some some uh, some yeah. element that they some secret that, yeah. sauce that they the, knew the quantum secrets some quantum yeah. secret that we would have to discover using particle accelerators they came and jammed that shit and we're like yeah Smart. we're just gonna wreck their shit. Yeah. So that they're just stuck with <laughs> terrible physics, and by the time we get here, there's still going to be apes running around, and we're just going to ru- fucking run their shit. I was like, "Yo, that's dark as fuck." <laughs> yeah, maybe that happened. I mean, the crazy. So the, yeah, the crazy thing about all these ancient civilizations to me is the prevalence of pyramids all over the fucking. Yeah, world. I mean, yeah. I mentioned yes. this in the chat, and like, even the mounds, world. even like the earthen mounds, are in like a pyramid shapes. Yeah, Did like, you, you said some of that were from Indonesia. I mean, we know about the yeah, ones in South giant, America. Yeah, so there are giant pyramids buried in the jungle in Indonesia. Yeah, and yeah, I've read about beautiful. that. They're huge. Yeah, they're they're gigantic. massive. And yeah. they, are they still pyramids? This, yeah, they're made out of stone. And so the, the only reason that they've discovered this is because the LIDAR technology is good enough now. So they actually, I think they fly planes over the jungles. Okay. And they scan... And then they run everything through a statistical, some kind of statistical software. Right. And it'll actually like calculate elevations the, and the elevate. Yeah. So it'll, it'll detect disturbances in the average elevation or whatever. And they can find out where the pyramids are. And then they send teams in to go look for them. And they actually That's found awesome. a couple. But yeah. It's fucking Were wild. they doing that? Because they were searching for pyramids, or were they doing some other like surveying, or like I think they were just doing jungle mapping for. They were just mapping, and then they then they were like, "Holy shit, what did we find?" Yeah, I think it was just some climate change thing, and they just like. Are these step pyramids? I think so. Yeah, they look like like, yeah, they're like the Mayan or Aztec. Yeah, yeah, but like bigger, but bigger, and they're made out of stone. Yeah. Crazy. And they're just buried in the jungle, so it's like okay. Well, that's isn't that the thing that that Graham Hancock guy says is like, you see like very similar motifs in ancient yeah. art where they should not have been aware of each other. You mentioned that right. in the chat, right? There's like a Chinese, so like an ancient civilization that was living in China that has like very similar looking Sanction artifacts. Thing. Yeah. Though no, like I was just Native remarking American on sort artifacts of like, or something. Yeah. I was just remarking on sort of superficial similarities that a lot of people yeah. pointed out between them and like Mayan and first nations type art. Um, versus this civilization, which is in Chengdu in mainland China, which is not, you know, you wouldn't draw a connection between the two. Um, though apparently they've like traced um, like the first Americans to China. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, they've traced that like genetically, I guess, or something. They just reported well, about that. But that, uh, well, that goes but back. That's not surprising. Like, we, I think we've no, known like that the from land bridge and all that stuff. Yeah, the yeah. land bridge. I mean, because yeah, yeah. uh, I, I find that fascinating and just as wondrous as well. Right? It's like realizing how, like, how much effort or like the amazing capacity that humans had. Right? Like, some dude just like woke up one day. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to walk all the way from where I am right now all the way over there. Or I'm going to keep yeah. walking. Right. Also, the Polynesian Islands. Like, just that's, the, island. that's the thing that gets me. Is yeah. Like, yeah. How did we get to these oh, islands? Like, how, With, like, did canoes. The, how did the how did these Australian <laughs> Aborigines get there? Yeah. Uh, they just had balls of fucking steel. I don't know how they floated in the canoes with that, the balls that big. But... Like they it's just not easy to get to. I guess you no. can island hop from like Indonesia down to 
Australia. It's not if you get an island, it's not that well, remote. Yeah, I mean, so I, no, but like, like I, I can, what about I can Hawaii? Picture, I can picture. Look, I can picture like yeah. armies of boats, and eventually some will find land. Right? Okay, that that's that's just statistics. But sure. the question to me is, why the fuck did they do this in the first place? Yeah, like, that's what I mean. They, Someone just woke up one day and decided to fucking do it. Yeah, why? it's crazy, right? Like, why are we going to go seek out these little little ass islands in the middle of the ocean? Why even do that? You know. Well, have you been to it's, Hawaii? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. How did they know it was going to be nice. like that when it was Hawaii? <laughs> how did I don't know? Hawaii is very remote. I know, it's the, it's and it's been settled. How long has Hawaii been settled? Do we even a know? long time? A long. Time. How did they get there? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and this looks back in like the Easter Island thing, like with all the statues and dude, it's fucking all this shit's so crazy. Uh, yeah, because like they were trying. Yeah, because they're trying to figure out what the Easter Island heads, right? Like, how do they build these things? Because the island that they're on doesn't doesn't have like the stones for it, right? And um, right. they were like, maybe people speculate yeah. they have bodies like underneath. Like one of the crazy yeah. theories is like they yeah, actually have like, like little bodies them. underneath the. And they're like, well, they actually didn't just carve the the heads. They were like, they like. Do, they like buried the bodies oh, so like the statues show up. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, so that so it seems sort of weird, but like they're not even the only ones that have done that big head thing. Like the Olmec civilization um, have done like big heads. Uh, they're not the same as the Eastern Island, Island heads, but they're basically just big heads. Um, it's like, I mean, why? just everywhere you know, it's just these monolithic structures. Like what? Like what would compel an ancient civilization to? St- to direct so much resources, so many resources and people at building giant monoliths. It's just fucking weird. You know, boredom? it's almost as if they were, yeah, boredom. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe like, well, what compels so us taxing, to do it? You know? oh, what compels yeah. us to do it? We're, we're building crazy shit too. Money. I mean, but like the stuff that we build, like dams and skyscrapers and bridges Function. are useful, you know, like they, they're used for, yeah, but we build like big. Well, stuff, how do we know that these things weren't useful? Art, right? So, how do we know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we don't. But you know, what the? F- yeah. I mean, I guess for like a pyramid is obviously some kind of religious or ceremonial thing. But but there's no like actual like it doesn't grow food <laughs> or whatever or get you places. Yeah, or, but you know, I think we try. To, we have this idea that like even that like all the, all the ancient people. Let's say even living like in in ancient Egypt that like it was so rough and so hard to live that like everyone had to be growing food and doing something utilitarian at all times. And I just don't think that's true. Right. Like I think, yes, it was, they were probably spending more time doing that than we, we are obviously, but there was leisure time, right? Like there were people who could spend time making art or doing other things. Right. So they definitely, Also, they were clearly, they were also clearly religious. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, you know, like if you look at a cathedral, it's not clear what the use value of. Yeah, a like, why do we need is. a huge? Yeah, exactly. You know, okay, yeah, that's true. But 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 because the, we were still like directly descended from the civilization that created that, we're not. They're not mysterious because we're like, right. oh yeah, we know exactly right. what we're, we still use them. Yeah. You know, but yeah, but imagine though, I mean, because these pyramids, like you said, they're built to survive, so they're the only thing that remains from that from that yeah. civilization but imagine stone. if you yeah. filled it back in like imagine if you went back in time yeah and 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 maybe we would be shocked at like one how big the cities around these things might have been yeah you know because like in our minds yeah. it's like 
it was like a tribe, Ooh, and then uh, they had like it was a tribe in the forest, and then they had this big zero. <laughs> right, maybe that's right. it was like it was ten thousand like people living around the yeah. Maybe that shit was as big as Jakarta. You know, yeah, they the had ones a full in on Latin America have. I think the ones in Latin America have more of the surrounding ruins of the cities that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, some of the Aztec, yeah, some of the Mayan cities were like huge. You know, they had a lot of people. And that's for, the for old, their that's, time, right? That's just what survived. Yeah, yeah. But but exactly. what didn't survive? There must have been huge amounts of like stuff made out of wood. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Other yeah. things well, that is just totally gone. I mean, they could have been a yeah. massive city made of wood. I mean, Tokyo. Before that fucking firebombing in World War II was mostly wood. It's all gone. Yeah. But it was a huge city, but it was made of wood, and it just burned down. It's gone. Yeah. I mean, the old Tokyo's gone, which is yeah. crazy to think about. So There's a lot of cities. I was just reading about um, the the newspaper had a travel uh, section story about Rotterdam in, okay. in, Amsterdam, in uh, the Netherlands, and they were like, yeah, a lot of people go to... Um, Amsterdam because it survived World War II and it has this really like old world charm, you know, 16th century buildings and all that stuff. But they're like, yeah, Rotterdam got fucked, so it has a sort of more modern look. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. it, like World I mean, War II was a great filter. A lot of cities just didn't make it through World War II. True, and yeah. It's just yeah. gone. Like Germany has a lot of cities like that. Everything's just newish just looking. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I guess I yeah. guess I feel like I find I find it um I don't know I just find life less boring and like yeah absolutely to have these like fringe beliefs you know like I mean I do believe in UFOs I I think that there's some shit going on out there Well I, I certainly believe in I, some sort of a- alien extraterrestrial intelligence like there yeah. there just has to be something I mean, it's belief, yeah. meaning like I can't yeah. prove it. I can't justify no, my belief in it, but I just kind of believe it. I really well, I mean, I, I think I, I'm for sure on the camp in the camp that humans have been around, sort of civilization has been around for like 100,000 plus years. And there was just some kind of cataclysmic event that just wiped or so you, off the, the mind blowing part of that yeah. basically is like that human history is a lot longer and a lot bigger and a lot more varied Absolutely. than we think. Yeah. yeah. And so basically, our historical awareness now is just like, like a match in a giant dark room. Exactly. Right. Even yeah. smaller than it used to be, right? Like I think there used to be civilizations that like held on to it better, like but we're just doing a shit job of it. So it's even worse. Yeah, I mean, I just think, I don't know. I just find like almost in a way like not having any fringe beliefs is. Um, would be kind of in a way that's in a, in a way, yeah, it's 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 more crazy than having at least a couple, right? Or at least yeah. one, because then yeah. what, like, you just believe everything you hear, like, you just like, and have you, all, have you noticed all the shit that the experts tell you is just a 100% true? Like, I well, we, we also wouldn't have discovered anything if we hadn't had some, you know, percentage of people who just choose to believe something crazy, right? Like, there's so many things that we take for granted now, like in science, that was seen as like, yeah. oh, you can't possibly believe that, that's dumb. And then it's proven to be accurate. And and, and so. some of these scientists, they turn out to have very fringe beliefs themselves. Like, yeah. cutting-edge scientists are often quite crazy. Yeah. Like, they're not really that sane. Like, people working on the edge of science are often, like, kind of insane. Well, um, I mean... Yeah, I read that the, uh, the guy who invented PCR analysis for DNA was, like, tripping on acid when he came up with the idea. Oh, really? <laughs> I, bet, I bet he yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. I bet he was. <laughs> 
like these yeah they're not like straight laced normal like believe the government type of people <laughs> in a lot of yeah. cases yeah now it's yeah. it's fascinating though um i just think it's it's just it's just a real good antidote to like just like the crushing boredom of like sort of modern like id just sort of like the set of like allowable beliefs and things that we're supposed to care about which is what you see on tv like so i'm supposed to sit here like if if the if the scope of like what i'm allowed to be interested in is like contained on cnn i mean just fucking off yourself man like just not, there's, there's nothing of interest in the mainstream media yeah. to me like it's just all so fucking boring yeah it's also um, kind of interesting to think um i mean you, you know you mentioned this earlier with the civilized earth without people but you know imagine that people do survive in in going forward in time like what would civilization look like in 100,000 years you know and would would there be any sign of our current civilization left at all by the way isn't that's, there that's i don't know book. probably isn't not isn't there actually uh evidence that there was um uh a filter event that like human beings almost went extinct yeah it was uh, I remember the younger reading about this. yeah, yeah. There was a point yeah, so, where human beings like were we were yeah, whittled down. I think down it was around the younger Dryas, which was like yeah, they, what they eleven thousand six hundred, twelve thousand years ago. Twelve thousand years ago, yeah. Twelve thousand years ago, 12, yeah. 000, I think it's twelve thousand BC. Oh, twelve thousand BC. Like so, like, oh yeah, so, okay, yeah. So the yeah, I think the uh, the Grand Hancock, uh, yeah, Hancock theory is basically just there was a mega flood that basically just wiped ninety percent of humanity out, and then like the next nine percent died in the next few years or whatever. And then like 1% remained. And then was it, through that bottleneck, the rest of us like came about, <laughs> which is was, crazy. Wasn't there also then significant overlap in that, let's say human civilization, like advanced civilization, meaning like, I don't know, something something like the Romans or something, right? Is that is that the level that you're talking about? Uh, like I, how, I mean, how I, advanced I, do you I, think these civilizations got? I think they were pretty advanced. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to think that they didn't have electricity and stuff like motors. I mean, why not? It's not, I mean, not, all that stuff has been invented in the past couple of hundred years, you know? So it's, it's not like it took us thousands of years to develop electricity. But it was just totally, you're saying some of these civilizations were just totally kaput and lost? I think so. Not, yeah. and, 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 and the knowledge just totally lost. To, it just to disappeared. Them. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was yeah. a cataclysm, right? Like, yeah. Like if you look at uh, like the stories of Atlantis, you know, what is okay? What I've always I've I, I you know everyone knows Atlantis, but what what is the origin of that story? Like where does it come from? Well, the popular I, is of, Plato, right? Yeah, one of the Greek philosophers wrote about it. I think it was, it was Plato. Kind of a, yeah, it was kind of a myth at during his time, and it just propagated throughout through the ages. And Tina, have you seen this thing? I, I think Adam, you saw it. Or mentioned that you saw, it, but do you, are you familiar with the uh, the Eye of the Sahara? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, that shit's crazy, man. I was looking at that, and it looks crazy. But what what is so crazy about it? Beyond it, how it, it how it looks, it, it matches it, uh, the descriptions of the remains of Atlantis or the city yeah. of Atlantis. Where <laughs> were the descriptions from? From Plato? Con yeah, yeah. Concentric rings. Could he have just uh, been describing it? Yeah, but but he described a city, so it like a civilization. So the, the description of the eye of 
the Sahara matches that of the city of Atlantis. But I, I think it, it, it's much bigger than the description. Like the actual eye structure is bigger than the actual city description. So that's one description. But they're not but saying that the eye is artificial. They're just saying that it's a marker for where the city was. Or uh, Some people will claim, claim that it is the remains, but... That's that's I don't know I think that's probably I, I, I personally I, I personally think that the if a city existed there it was built on top of a natural structure that was covered in water so it was like right. a concentric series of islands that people decided to build a city on. There there are other cities as well um, in uh, South and Central America uh, I forget the names of them now but they're actually written about I think they're part of like accepted uh, archaeological knowledge. Uh, where there's like a central island that's surrounded, like the natural central island with like a narrow um, land bridge, and then it's like a, a moat around it, right? So like there are natural formations like that, and people choose them to build their cities in because it's just convenient, right? It's a good, it's a good location. Um, so yeah, it's, that, it's possible that, that, yeah, like as you said, Mike, that like it was just a natural formation. There was a city built in and around it and maybe over time they added to it right yeah that that area in like northern africa middle east europe mediterranean has i mean it's it's overgone it, it's undergone a lot of changes in the like geographic changes in the in the past uh few millennia you know or not millennia but over over, over time like the mediterranean used to be dry and then at some point it got filled in by water sea levels have yeah. gone up and down and you know like earthquakes like turkey just had like a 9.0 earthquake or eight something like that something right like that i mean that's the level of earthquake that happens in that kind of region so it's i don't think it's too far-fetched to imagine that a lot of cataclysmic shit has gone on over the years there that you know has wiped civilizations off the off the face of the earth and, and it's, it's like wild. all in our except uh, uh, it's like in the bible like with the great flood and all that right like yeah and it's not just the bible though right like there, yeah, it's a bunch there, of different there are cultural traditions of these floods all over the world all, all around the same time period in their well, in their traditions BC. yeah right. so, so that, that's the thing about the um, kind of crazy i don't know if there's a name for this but this this that view seems to really really kind of focus on twelve thousand years ago where there where there was a meteor impact that we know about right yeah Yep. In uh, where is that? Is that the one in the Gulf of Mexico, or is that, or is that in? I'm the, not sure. I forgot which one they're talking about, but it is known that there was a giant meteor impact about twelve thousand years ago. Yeah, I think the Gulf of Mexico one was the dinosaur. Oh, that was like sixty-five. Million oh, that was a long time. Yeah, that was much longer. Yeah. Twelve thousand is a blink of an eye. Yeah, so like Gobekli Tepe was dated to around that period, right? The, the thing that they found in, in Turkey, Anatolia. Yeah, in, yeah, in Turkey, Anatolia, Turkey. So, like. I, I think, I mean, a lot of people, once Gobekli Tepe was, I mean, this, I'm not an expert. I'm, this is just shit that I read online. But like once that was discovered, a lot of this stuff started making more sense and people started like really believing in ancient, <laughs> ancient civilization. So, so 12,000 <laughs> marked the end of like uh, a certain period of like human, like there was a, there was a, some system of like almost glo not not like a globalized, but I'm saying there were people all around the globe, right? Yeah, and there were trade. There was trade a certain probably. level of civilization. This was the yeah. world, and that yeah. world system got yeah. basically wiped out. 
got wiped. And yeah. there was a hard reset, and now we're in a totally new, different system, different, yeah. different world. Different epoch, epoch, so, so then, epoch, population. Yeah. There's there's a controversial theory um, about a bottleneck that happened even before then. Um, called the Toba catastrophe theory, and it's it's named after a super volcano in Indonesia that erupted oh, and um, changed, you know, changed the climate almost globally. And this theory posits that the human population was reduced to between ten and thirty thousand individuals. Wow! And that we recovered from that, and it's controversial, of course. I mean, that's a that's quite a claim. But they they have evidence because of some, you know, uh, coalescence evidence of some genes like mitochondrial DNA, Y chromosome DNA, some nuclear genes. So I guess their claim is that these things are probably too similar or, or huma- humans have there's not enough variance in those if uh, and that would. And, and because of that, uh, they could only, uh, one explanation is that we that the current, you know, eight billion people have come from a much smaller percentage, you know, smaller number at some point. And they probably point to like other species that we've maybe have saved from extinction and they see sort of similar like gene cola, you know, gene similarities or lack of variants. So, I mean, there are, there are theories out there, but that, you know, that was a bottleneck maybe 75,000 years ago. Younger Dryas was what, 13, 14,000. Yeah. So, you know, there are theories. <laughs> Yeah, man. I was out in Arizona um, uh, over December, and in Arizona, you you have all these like um, ruins of buildings that are carved into the side of canyons and stuff, and you know they're yeah. they're really old, you know, and it just it's weird. I mean, I know this is obvious, but it's just like as someone who lives in New York. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that, I, I guess like when I went out there, I was just like, oh, this place was like teeming with people, <laughs> like, you know, before, before, you know, Westerners got here or like, you know, non, you know, mm-hmm. people from the old world got here. Like, it was just like teeming with people and they're just like building multi-story apartment dwellings, you know, and uh, there's just all this shit that they, there's just all that, there was like a, a I was just like, this place was just very different. Uh, I don't know. The way I'm describing this isn't adequate to what I'm thinking. It's more like that, like all, you know, everything, like every everything that I know about this place, Arizona, totally irrelevant <laughs> to these people. They they saw the world in a totally different light right. and perspective, and and my grounding of reality is uh like a very precarious one you know and i think that's why i'm like really like like i like stuff like ufos or or you know this ancient civil you know this uh i don't whatever it's called um because it just sort of like diminishes your perspective a little bit and it actually kind of comforts me because i'm like yeah world's kind of boring it's like you know it kind of sucks <laughs> you know it's like I, I don't want to think that the world's just going to be like this and this is like the peak mm. yeah mm. you know I, I like to imagine that there are like substantially greater things out there that we may not just be able to like directly perceive because of space and time um yeah the world is big but it's also very long you know time, yeah time has been around for a while and it's going to keep going for a while 
What's crazy is uh, I saw this video of like Mongolian tribes who still live out on the on the steppe, basically, and their like traditional dances and costumes and all that stuff is almost identical to Native American stuff. That's and crazy. That kind of yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. So if you could, if you just yeah. go look up videos of <clears throat> Mongolian or you know whatever Central Asian. Uh, tribal culture like mm-hmm. i mean it still exists today and they still i mean it just, it just looks like native american like they, you know the, the feathers and the drums and all that i mean it's, like, it's identical it's fucking wild and they weren't wiped out that's that's the thing they've yeah. reached some equilibrium in that area right and it wasn't a case where just like you know these fo- these foreign people came and just wiped them out with like just, viruses just and around. killed them yeah. off yeah yeah, yeah they, they were actually the ones doing that uh, yeah. <laughs> earlier. That's true. 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 <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I just posted a picture in our chat of uh, the Anasazi or like the sort of uh, the the Puebla sort of like cliff dweller civilization out in Arizona. Yeah. Which are like a Native Americans, and like they built their houses into like the sides of like mountains. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to one of these places. And you're like, why would anyone do that? But it's like, it's incredible. You're like, that's, that's crazy. It's like, and this is big, like this photo, like I linked, it's like hard to find, like, it's hard to tell what the scale is, but you look at, you you guess you you can try to like estimate it from the size of the trees. It's bigger than like a New York City block, for sure. pretty big. Yeah. Oh, Mesa. Yeah. Yeah. Why does it keep looking out for me? Yeah, that did uh, it that? did it for me too. I had to hit back and reload a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, it's like if you look at this though, like how old do you think this is? Like this could be a thousand years old. It could be ten thousand. I don't know. It's Mace hard to of, say. It's right? hard Mace to tell. I think they have some dates on that. Yeah, they, I mean, I think they've dated like the pottery and like some other stuff, but like the actual structures, they're just rocks. So like, what? Like, how do you date that? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and it's not, I, dude. It's not just this. It's like all over the place. There's, there. Oh, that's yeah. just the most well-known one. But like, we went to this yeah. one called Montezuma's Castle, and I never heard of this thing. And you go, there's like, it's just this beautiful park in Arizona, national park, but like a minor one, and they've just got this ridiculous like apartment building built into the cliff, <laughs> and uh, you know, by just like. The lo- you know, just like the local people from like hundreds of years ago. It's not that ancient, you know, but uh, at least that, you know, they don't claim it to be that ancient. But, you know, it's all like these, these things aren't rare. They're all of there's another there was another yeah. ruins that we went to. And it was just like this stone sort of like, you know, have you heard about these orcas that are attacking boats? Yeah, they're um, attacking boats. Yeah. now. The theory is that it's like an older female and it's teaching it to like younger ones uh, on how to do it. And the theory is that like uh, she was um, traumatized by like a boat was like hit by a boat when she was younger and has now like made it her mission to like, you know, fuck up some humans. People have really remarked on how that is absolutely the plot of Avatar 2. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely what happened in Avatar 2. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's funny because everyone's rooting for the orcas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone online is like, oh, shit, the orcas are they're going to like fucking go, man. Do more. <laughs> the orcas are, um, you know, the the, the sort of, uh, uh, 
horrible thing to realize is that the more intelligent uh, marine life, uh, the more intelligent it gets, the more just savage they are. Like people have this idea of dolphins of being like cuddly, like nice, like, you know, flipper and, you know, they help human uh, divers, right? They save us. Like they're horrifying. Like they're horrible. Like they just gang rape female dolphins. Like they, they torture sharks they, you know, they'll drown. They torture like, sharks? What yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll just yeah. like... They'll like flip sharks upside down. And then ram so their gills and kill them and like slow yeah. and... Uh, yeah, and... Um, they, you know, orcas can be pretty brutal. I've seen the videos yeah. where they where they basically play like They'll play catch with... with they'll play with catch with, with seals. Yeah, they'll just like... like like sport they'll just like flip out you see these seals just like yeah. flipping through the air <laughs> like, yeah they just shit. punt yeah. them into the air man yeah and uh yeah, orcas like are, orcas are basically giant dolphins they're huge yeah they're yeah. dolphins and yeah they're not whales they're, they're the yeah. people consider people are like oh yeah the great whites they the apex predator of the ocean no they're not the orca well orcas is the apex predator dude it's of the ocean it's destroying sailboats yeah and like the, the one orca like they learn from each other and they go through fads. Like the, the marine biologists, uh, um, they observed this one orca started just wearing like a dead fish on their head, and <laughs> uh, and and started teaching like the rest of their pod, and it became like a fad for like a few months, and then they just stopped doing it because they got bored of it. Um, like dolphins, like male dolphins will kill pups because they want you know the, their mom to go into heat again. Uh, they're horrible. They're like they're horrifying, and they're like as intelligent or like they're they're approaching like human levels of intelligence. And you just realize like the more intelligent an animal becomes, the more sadistic and horrible they become. <laughs> like, like humans, yeah. like humans, exactly. Probably the cruelest animal, you know, ever. to ever exist in uh, on Earth. Pretty much. <laughs> like we have museums dedicated to torture, and people we take kids there, and they're like, "Yo, this is awesome." <laughs> what did they do? They're like they would screw your thumbs until it cracked. Whoa! <laughs> this just we just they just sawed you in half live right down the middle. Yeah, from the rooter to the tutor, and they're like, "Yo, that's awesome." I don't know. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, I'm glad that you all are as uh, as borderline, uh, you know. Borderline but we're not the only ones. Ridiculous. Like so much, so much media is it. it is about this kind of thing, right? No, but you gotta, you gotta understand. Like, I really believe that there are aliens. I actually believe that. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you understand what I'm telling no, you? I believe like, they're out. You believe they're here, though. Yes. Okay. I, I fully I like. I, I don't fully believe it in the sense I can prove it, but my if if you were to ask me, like, I don't know, whatever wager, I, I would say yeah. I think I think they're here, man. I don't see any yeah, reason why those, they're, not, they're not here. I mean, it's one of those unfalsifiable things, right? Like, just like the simulation theory. Like, you could definitely see how it could be the case, but you can't really prove it either way. So, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean. No, but you can't. No, 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 no. I don't agree. I think you can prove aliens are here. We just need to get a picture of them. Right. <laughs> or we okay, need to well, get, okay, you know, we need to have incontrovertible contact with them. We we need to have them on the pod, and that's the and, and what I'm saying to you is, if that were to happen, I would not be that surprised. I, like a lot of people, I'm would, there with you on that. 
if it were to like if there was like bulletproof like evidence yes and or like the mothership came down was hovering over like, new york city like there was like a in clearly v or documented right? a very clearly incontrovertibly documented yeah uh contact it, i wouldn't yeah it wouldn't be hard for I, me i to wouldn't believe. be shocked i would be yeah. like yeah i'm i'm kind of surprised it took this long for this to come out uh, though maybe part of me would still be like holy shit this is actually well, happening I would hope well, it would yeah, be like, be holy shit, it's actually happening. Yeah, it would be. It would be super surreal. What do you think the societal response would be? Would people just flip the fuck out? Or like, I don't. Or... I have no idea. That that is yeah, one of the things know. I really I truly don't know. I think it could go either way, right? Um, part of me almost thinks that it wouldn't even, it wouldn't last more than a week in the media cycle. No, I, I part of me yeah. feels that. No, I, I, I think. I think actually. What might happen is if that were if let let's say there was a point of moment of contact where we had indisputable evidence of this, that I, I think what you would see is a counter movement to try and to try and suppress that as a, as a hoax or you know something. Yeah. I think I think the response sure. would be to more denialism. I don't think I I really doubt that we're a society that it, it's like we're in Galileo's time, right? We are committed to the idea in some sense that we are alone. Not that there isn't life out there, but we'll never come in contact with them. Like, it's just us. For, okay. Like, you don't have to worry about anything else. It's just us. Right. And I think that is the, is the, um, uh, where, what's the opposite of heliocentrism? Whatever they believed back then. That geocentrism. 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 Like, that's the geocentrism of our time. And so, even if there was like clear evidence, like Galileo was providing clear evidence that that this is not the case, that actually there are aliens and we've actually either have direct contact with them or we're seeing evidence of it from like the other thing I could believe is that they're not here, but we're we're gonna find them. Uh they're like a signal or something. Yeah. And it'll be really weird shit that we find and you know, whatever. We suddenly tune in and we're like, oh shit, they've been here all along, or you know, whatever. Um yeah. whatever it is, like we find evidence of it the way Galileo found evidence of heliocentrism. And the response is going to be, that's fucking bullshit, and your evidence is not persuasive. No amount of evidence would be persuasive. There's just the inbuilt resistance to this idea. So I, I just, I think this idea, capital D disclosure, is yeah. like the sort of rapture moment for UFO believers, which I, right. I don't believe in disclosure because I believe that there's no point at which humans will like they'll have like a mass event where all of us are like, oh my god, we're not alone. I think most so, we're still so you don't disagree with me. I mean, I basically I I don't know if I agree with. Uh, well, I, I do agree that it, there would be a massive uh, campaign to sort of uh, dis uh, you know to um, uh, disprove it, disprove it, suppress it, suppress it, suppress it. Yeah. So yeah. So I. So, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it would be gone. Like it wouldn't. It wouldn't ha make really leave an impact. Like it would be suppressed, and that would be it. Like there wouldn't. Well, I think there would. It be, wouldn't change well, the world. Like some people th believe it would be like the end of like civilization as we know it, and well, you know, it'd be a new era. Of human. Just, well, yeah. What if it's not just proof, but like a continual ongoing thing, like an invasion, like, like V, not or like yeah, alien not nation an invasion. Yeah, like alien nation. Exactly. Yeah, like that show back in the nineties. Or, or, or like District Nine, but I think that's where that's in a way that's we are already there. We're already at a point where the government has said there are there is there's fucking UFOs out there. Uh, there's so much 
there's there's so much like t- witness testimony around this, but there's very little like interest in trying to pursue this and validate this as a potential truth. It, which is, I think, part of the reason why there's not very much evidence is because we're not going out and looking for it. Uh, the evidence that we do have is very amateur and you know yeah. not particularly the- like. You know, I mean, because these UFOs, it, it seems like they can choose. They can they can choose their own level of visibility, right. so they will show yeah. to us what they want us to see. And yeah. it seems like they're not willing to show us all of it. They're just willing to show little bits of it, so that we're stuck in this perpetual: are they there or not? And I'm of the opinion that they're there. And one day it'll it may be the case that it'll just there'll just be so, there'll be something incontrovertible. Well, with we'll like, oh, they are there, but even then, we're going to get a lot of. There, there is not going to be overnight uh, a total capitulation of this like of normal modern geocentrism of normalcy. We can't. We we Orthodoxy. cannot as a society yeah. alt, you know change our minds that quickly. And for sure, right. we're going to like yeah. So we're not in keep pushing the line. I think yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but with alienation, right? It wasn't just sort of like oh, there's some blurry photos or even good photos and some stories and some lights in the in. sky. They moved in yeah. next door, right? <laughs> like they were they were next to you in the cubicle like they were one of the cops that were going to pull you over right like if that happened if, if that, that happened, happened that's something else yeah but i don't i think that's a very unlikely thing because i think that yeah alienation was basically like oh yeah they're aliens but they're actually like just like Evil. us except yeah. worse off they're, they were they're ba- they were refugees. They were like intergalactic yeah, refugees. refugees. <laughs> I'm like, bro, no, no. <laughs> I think they've already sorted that shit out, bro. <laughs> you would hope, you know. You re- like alienation was just one big thing. Was just one big way to talk about immigration or something. Yes. Yeah, so I'll, yes, it was. It was an allegory, for, political allegory for sure, societal yeah. allegory. Um, I think these motherfuckers are here. I think they're they're here, dude. <laughs> they're monitoring us. <laughs> they're not. I, fu- I don't know, think they're four foot I can, whatever's. I, think I can believe they're monitoring us. Like I can totally believe that. Like, I believe it. Maybe I think we've done think, similar things, right? Like we do that. I think it may Why be not? an we'll artificial. I think it may be a, most likely an artificial intelligence that is creating these weird like little drones. puppet things. Yeah, Crazy these drones. weird little puppet things to like trick us into thinking that there's like organic right. life or I don't know whatever the so, fuck. So it's like some kind of decoy that they're casting yes. out. Yes. Okay. I don't think uh, or whatever. I, I think more likely than this panspermia thing that these are our cousins is that these are artificial intelligences that are emanating from some long ago civilization that's probably gone now. Oh, and so some sort of like automated system that was left on. Yeah, but the thing survived. is now like we're talking about an artificial intelligence yeah. that's so advanced that yeah. we may just con- need to consider it to be alive right well it's not, it's not yeah. chat gpt in a, in a spacex falcon you know it's like no no <laughs> it's like much more highly you know attuned so you think this stuff is like what like buried in the earth somewhere or out there in i don't space know man somewhere? i th- okay. i just think that they're here i don't know how long they've been here i don't know where they are right now but they seem to be able to move and mobilize and whatever at a level that we can't imagine <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, so they they just may view us in a very different from a very different perspective than we're able to view the world. But there is, a, I'm saying there is a greater yeah. reality out there than just us. 
Oh yeah, I, I completely believe that. And it's I mean I like immediately here. Like it's not out yeah. there, it's here. It's it's on earth. Yeah, what like what if it what if it's uh what if it's like a, a surveillance outpost from some either ancient civilization or some alien civilization that sends up probes every once in a while and then sends signals back to wherever. Yeah, and these probes like, oh, are intelligent, so they could land somewhere and just like create more of itself, reproduce. Yeah, right, yeah, right. right. Exactly. Like it, it's these these could be very advanced things that could reproduce by creating a, a drone or probe factory on any sort of like sufficient planet, right. rocky planet so, that it finds. So that so like you know the signal also. maybe is is traveling like right as we speak the signal is traveling back to the mother the mother planet or whatever. Could be, or maybe and, these and AI like, things are just Earth. like. Maybe these AI things have evolved to the point where they're like, yo, like we're we're artificial intelligence galactic Taoists. We're just here to fucking vibe, man. Explore, right? They're yeah. just exploring. Like, fuck yeah. Empire. Dude, who has time for that? I'm here to fucking chill. <laughs> Bro, we're just here to yeah. fuck with you, man. You know? Well, they don't even mean to be fucking with us. They're, they're just like, we're, we're trying to turn thing. your nukes off. Yeah. Because yeah, you're like, feeling my vibe. So like yeah. Earth, Earth, is the, Earth is like an anthill that they're just messing around with. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. yeah. And these little four-foot aliens, to me, it just seems so ridiculous. I have to imagine that they're just fucking with us. They're like little, you know, like they're, they're, you know, it's like us creating like a little fake, um, you know, like a guy in a bear suit, you know, kind of like thing. Figure, like finger puppets. <laughs> like Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. Oh, 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 you mean to like study the gorillas or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or just to fuck with us, you know, just totally to fuck with us. Um, yeah. I mean, the, you know, think it's about like, it. If it's a super it's like intelligent they, AI, it could be fucking hilarious. It could be the funniest thing in the universe. You never, you don't know. It's like when they uh, when they when they raise animals from birth, but they can't imprint humans, so they put those little puppets on their fucking hands. Like, yeah, they did that with yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, we talked about that experiment, like with the monkey. They like made it up to like yeah. be a monkey or whatever, and like with the yeah. with the ball you know like the with eagle, the little stick the in the ball yeah. and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> actually kind of sad I think they used to put people in panda suits okay. to try to get them randy <laughs> no to hold the babies uh, oh yeah well yeah, yeah. No, not, pandas are pretty bad parents to get a, uh, yeah, to, yeah yeah to yeah to fuck the pandas no not to yeah. fuck <laughs> the panda but to, like, <laughs> not to do the act but to try to like I don't know. Oh yeah, just go in with your panda suit, do a little, do a little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get them in the mood. <laughs> yeah, get them in the mood. Yeah, so pandas like, are, are like trying to go extinct. Extinct. Yeah. Like they're they're useless. But um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, all these ideas have been posed, man. It's like any of this is possible. Like who who fucking knows? Like, but I definitely it's believe that. Not that, only possible, that, yeah. it's happening. <laughs> it's happening, man. Something's happening. Some, something's happening. We're getting something trolled. Something is happening. Well, I mean, that's you know, whatever it is. Of, it's fucking awesome. That's why know, I think I Douglas Adams any, uh, is hilarious, right? Because he's basically just saying, yeah, these aliens are just trolling us. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, the proliferation of video cameras, like, on every doorbell is has only started, like, what, three, four years ago? So we might actually Five, get yeah. some more... Uh, more video evidence going forward of look, look weird it up. shit. Dude, it's all over look, already. Look it up. People yeah. keep saying that, like, where is the video evidence? I'm like, just look it up. It's all over the place. <laughs> There's, also, they the literally just released a really good one the other day video about of, one of these like, black triangles. If you're curious, yeah. I think if you're curious what the what they saw in Phoenix, there's a video of it now. Yeah, there are videos all over. Yeah. yeah. Um, the problem is that a lot of the, the clearinghouse for this stuff is people like Jeremy Corbell, who just has like a... There's just like a... 
just like a sh- like a skeezy sleazy thing going on with yeah. him. I don't really like him, but or or you got like you know Logan Paul's involved in this shit and like Tom oh, DeLonge and uh, you know it, it's just it's a shady crew. But I think that's because it's such a fringe belief that only a lot of like sort of fringe people will come and get interested in this stuff. So it, it just naturally has the disadvantage of attracting weirdos or or dun- dunces. Oh, if you want, yeah, I mean, if you if you want to ha- if you want to believe sort of that there's like a, a you know, let's say the government has a um, or certain interests have like a, a they want to keep it in that fringe area, then that's by design, right? Like if you if you make it so toxic or so um, sort of socially ostracizing to believe in this stuff, then yeah, the only people who are going to be willing to publicly come out and like make it part of their career or a big part of their persona are the kooks, you know? So yeah. And I'm starting to, I'm starting to appreciate kooks more because like I'm starting to find that a lot, the establishment now is they're no longer really giving us the returns in terms of like expanding knowledge and, you know, being creative. Like they're just fucking super conservative and they're very territorial yeah, um, you know, and they're just like super quick to like the the classic in terms of like on science and UFOs is like Neil deGrasse Tyson as an example of someone who is very quick to dismiss anyone who makes a claim about UFOs as falling into one of the fallacies of human. You know, they're always about human human minds are just like full of fallacies. If you're not super trained and super careful, all you do is just make delusional mistake after delusional mistake all the time. Right. Is their right. view of humanity. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and then on top of that, they're like, because I've been trained at Harvard or Cornell or wherever he was trained, and, I, and I'm famous and I hold this title, that not only do I get to um, sort of have like an elevated opinion of what the evidence establishes, but and this is the part I have a problem with, I get to determine the threshold at which the evidence even warrants asking more questions. Right. Which yeah, is not right. drawing a conclusion. Yeah, that's, and, that's the same as the ancient civilization thing. Yeah. Because Their point PhDs. is like, their point is, and, 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 and I think the thing that explains this with regard to Tyson is that his main job is to go out and sort of drum up, you know, like more government support for basic r&d yeah in 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 things like aerospace right in things like nasa he he's a nasa fundraiser like he wants to get and so he needs to be a serious person he can't go to congress and be like yo we got to find the fucking ufos bro right (laughs) he's like yo no no we've got like a plan we're gonna send these you know he's got a whole very sane rational plan on on what the nasa program is going to be but like Therefore, I think he's very much thinking about the idea that that this is about capital allocation, right? And so yeah, we can't yeah. believe in fringe shit because that's a waste of money, bro, you know? And that I can understand, but that's also not – that's not science. That's capital no. allocation. Yeah, I mean, the, the way that they come across is just super condescending no matter what their agenda is. So it's uh, – yeah. I mean it puts me off. I don't, I don't listen to that guy. I'm, like, I, I'm not into his – interviews or whatever he just seems very uh, sometimes he'll dismissive uh, yeah i I mean he's very er yeah he's very condescending but occasionally there'll be clips like i'll see him where he's explaining like uh 
some scientific fact or some like kind of mind blowing fact about nature or physics. And I think he 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 is good at sort of um, in those sort of short clips or those moments of of um, fostering sort of just wonder about the natural world. So I think he's good at that kind of thing. But I don't listen to him when it comes to other stuff like but, you know, that's why I like Avi Loeb. I don't know if you've heard Avi Loeb. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's great. But Avi Loeb has a very different he's a Harvard um, uh, astrophysicist. And Avi Loeb is famous now because he, when Oumuamua, remember there was like, yeah, yeah, this object that was like the first known extrasolar object object to like come into the solar system that we observed directly. Right. Uh, Couldn't have been the first. We there was only one that we saw. The first one we saw. The first one that we've that we've detected and confirmed was extrasolar. Right. And because they could tell by the speed. It was like super fast, right? Yeah. Nothing in the solar system. And the trajectory and all that stuff. Yeah. And the trajectory. Um, yeah, because I think it came up like outside of the plane. Yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. coming in like at an oblique angle. Where, mo- Yeah, and, and most objects don't come in from that angle. Like they come Well, from if it came other, from the Oort yeah. cloud or something. I don't yeah, it would be they, a different plane. Some shit. Yeah. So it's coming in and they, they really had a hard time trying to figure out what this thing was because it was... Uh, Tumbling, br- right? Or something the, like that? Well, the bright. Well, it to us, it's just the point of light. Oh, okay. Like we had no idea of its geometry. We just it was a single pixel of light to us. So we we really don't have any like visual uh, sense of the structure. The only thing that we had was a measure of its brightness, right? And the thing was flashing on a regular basis. The right. brightness was flashing. Right. And so they were trying to figure out like what How could possibly that. thing. Yeah. And they, they figured out it might have been a long cigar-shaped thing that was tumbling. Right. And, and that and would then was one end would come around. It would, yeah. Yeah. But then things got really weird because when it, when it slingshotted around... So it was on a trajectory where it was going to come in and like a comet, it was going to get slung around by the, uh, the sun. sun's gravitation. Yeah. And then it was going to get flung back out the other way, which is exactly what happened. And when it flung around, they, and they were tracking it with uh, telescopes this whole time, it started speeding up. It, it, it accelerated on its way out. Now, right. the reason <laughs> that more that than would, it would more than well, it the was the reason uh, that that should right? have traditionally the, the explanation for that would be that Slingshot on its way out from the sun, the the heat from the sun was causing sublimation of like the ice. It was right. basically farting towards the sun. Right. And project yeah. And then and, and then yeah. and it would become a comet, right? It would it would there right. would be a tail of gas and it would be exiting it would speed up because of the of the propulsion of that. Well wouldn't the gravitational ejector. slingshot just help it accelerate a bit too? Not when it's already out. Not well, yeah, was, not when it's already it was accelerating out. Yeah. on the way yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's already kind of beelining out, but it was yeah. speeding up on the way out, right? Right, right. It was so, so it was still accelerating, like more yes, more than yes. they than they had, yeah yeah not like dramatically, but it was accelerating, right. and and but they didn't but they didn't see you would generally see a tail a, a comet tail yeah yeah and they didn't see any tail it wasn't ejecting any gas at all and 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 we have measured you know like comets so we know what to sure. expect yeah. when this happens and they didn't see any of that. And so Loeb came in and was like, okay, this might be a very flat object and thin, mm. like, a, like, a, like foil. Mm. Because 
if you do that, then the sun's radiation, it'll act like a solar sail. A sail, yeah. Yeah, and then he could calculate, and he said, actually, you know, you could see a pretty something along the dimensions of this thing. If it was made, you know, in these dimensions, it would actually accelerate at that rate. And, I, and he said in the past, like, there, there was another detected uh, object that had similar things that was accelerating uh, when faced to the sun, and it turned out to be uh, part of a rocket. Because oh. rockets are actually very thin-skinned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They're super light, and they're very thin-skinned. They're very, very thin aluminum. And there was a piece of it out there, and it was accelerating because you know, the face of it was facing the, the sun, and it was getting pushed by the radiation. And so he's like, this thing might be a solar sail. You know, and uh, meaning not not that it was designed to be a sail, but that it's some sort of like constructed object. And he was, and then another thing that he said that was really weird was that it would actually, you know, we think of ourselves as stationary and it comes in, but actually we're moving with the with the we are uh, certainly yeah with the galaxy right. We have a certain orbit around the galaxy, but this thing, if you yeah. look at it relative to the motion of the galaxy, is still. That's fascinating. So the thing was sort of like planted to be sitting like relative still, to relative to the rest of the us. galaxy. So he was like, oh, to the galaxy. Like a way- He's saying it could be like a like a galactic mm-hmm. GPS waypoint, like a, yeah, like a buoy <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, because that yeah that you yeah I mean that's that, the the fact that we are moving through like our solar system is moving through the galaxy, and the galaxy is like moving through our, its own cluster of galaxies in the universe. It's like yeah, the, well, the galaxy is insane to think about that. Yeah, but you could see you could take a fixed position <clears throat> where the galaxy is sort of rotating against you. Like yeah, yeah. against the thing, and this thing is just su- stuck there, like you know, like it's yeah, like geosynchronous orbit, yeah. right? And but what like really happened was this thing was synchronous. This thing was just sitting still in in like a reference frame pinned to the galaxy, and it's the sun that came and and sort of like you know moved around it. it, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's insane to think <clears> about. <throat> that's crazy. And my point, my point being, like, and now he's got um, he attracted, I think, uh. A not well. I think he knows who it is, but he hasn't disclosed who it is. But he was saying, like, let's develop a telescope that will look for these things. Like, we know what to look for now. And he was like, the 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 statistical probability that we'll see another one of these things in the next few years is probably pretty high. So let's put some money together. And he 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 said, like, <clears throat> you know, I, he wants to raise something like in the order of like a million bucks. And he said within like a f- couple weeks, he got hooked up with like a billionaire philanthropist who was like, I'll write you a check right now. And so he, <laughs> and so he's, he, yeah, yeah. So he's now got a whole funded project going on over That's at Harvard awesome. to do this. And so I'm like, a million bucks is nothing like yeah, in the grand scheme, right? Change. Yeah, it's exactly. Nothing. They also want to do this thing where they use lasers to accelerate tiny little. Yeah. Um, I've heard of that. Sat- tiny little solar Articles, sail things. Little, yeah. That has megapixel cameras that would shoot it to Alpha Centauri, the closest star, Whoa. using a laser. This thing will get to like thirty percent the speed of light if you keep shooting. Yeah, the light yeah, on and it, it just it's yeah, it's just a drone, right? There's no yeah. yeah. Just, it just made me think of I don't know if yeah. you saw like Spirited Away, but there's that scene where these paper dolls are chasing the dragon, like that, like these little paper yeah. things. And they'll just be, spe- you know, shooting over to Alpha Centauri, and then when they get there, they'll take pictures. 
as they pass or as, as they pass in there, and then right, beam yeah. it and there'll be a train of the, these that they can beam right they can daisy chain it back they can daisy chain it back yeah how far away is alpha centauri how many light years? Uh, i think it's like two light years no it's farther than that is it 10 it's the, it's like single digit light years. uh 4.2465 light years there you go okay so they're, okay. they could probably, so get, they could probably get there in like 20 years. 20 years, and then it would take a few 20 years, years for the signal back. to come back. Or yeah. maybe less. Four years. Maybe four less. Years. Four years. Yeah. But, uh, th- th- so within a person's lifetime, easily. There's yeah. actually, there, there was a, um, I saw this story where I guess we had put this space telescope way out there. Not like James Webb, which is pretty close to us, like just out of our atmosphere, but there was some older space telescope that we have put out like really far out and they want to like send a drone up there to like repair it so that they can continue to use it i have to look it up but i was like i first of all i i had not even heard that we had placed like a a a telescope that far out um because this was not like military is probably it was like between here and the moon but like you know way way out uh but I'm like, yeah, we should keep doing that. Like, why, why don't we just maintain these things, right? Like, why do we just abandon this stuff? Um, you know, you know, we're going back to the moon, right? I, I heard they announced it. Like, or, yeah. yeah. So, like, during the, yeah. I think it was during the Super Bowl, they like announced, they showed the first artist. Yeah, the, the suits, right? They're not going to land, but they're going to, they're going to orbit. They're going to enter lunar orbit, man. That's lunar awesome. Orbit. That's awesome. Nobody gave a shit. No, nobody had like nobody remembers this. I'm like, dude, Artemis One, we're going to the moon. Everyone's like, no, yeah, I, I heard their announcement, and then they had like the guy, <laughs> they had the people come out in the suits and whatever, yeah. and like, yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of exciting. Like China's 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 planning a man's man space space and then uh, moon and then Mars mission. They're serious about it. Mars, they're planning it. They're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I could believe China would do it too. Yeah, like why not? <laughs> and they would have hot pot on Mars. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's all the Chinese ever do is they just go yeah. somewhere and then have, they have hot pot. <laughs> Better than Matt Damon's potatoes that he grew in his it's own crop, right? <laughs> I, you, know, you know what it is, man. Uh, I, I like enjoy this conversation because you guys are smart. You're not crazy. I get tired of going on YouTube and I'm like, look, I want to look up some really fringe shit. I want to hear people talking about fucking UFOs, aliens, ancient civilizations, mind control, psychedelics, all the shit. But I don't want to hear, you know, an idiot in a mushroom hat talking to Joe Rogan. Like, I want to hear serious <laughs> fucking people talking about this. And and that's what I hate about this culture where it's like, you know, we're no longer seeking like wonder you know that's why i like yeah. lex friedman lex friedman is good at this in terms of trying to get serious people to talk about crazy shit but like it's just such a bore where like every smart person is just like that can't eh, that's not how it works here's how it works and then the most boring shit you ever heard <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> yeah. it's like paul krugman like everyone's paul krugman just like yeah. that that doesn't there's nothing new in the world we know everything i have the nobel prize you're stupid that's not how it works let me tell you how it works yeah everyone thinks this is gonna happen it's not gonna happen and then it happens and then he was like right okay i was wrong to say that the internet wouldn't amount to shit i i said okay yes i did say the internet wouldn't be more than the fax machine true but was i really wrong and then he goes into (laughs) how the internet didn't quite live up to agriculture what? As a as a as a as a economic event, 
And he's like, see, it's not agriculture, guys. What the fuck are you talking about? What's he fucking talking about? I hate that guy. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, that guy just doubles down on stupidity every time he fucking talks. He doubles it's... down on the idea that nobody allowed, nobody else is allowed to have speculative thoughts. It's yeah. anti-creativity. Yeah, and you're and not it's allowed also... to talk about it unless you can prove it. Well, you know, he, using the axioms of known science and economic theory. And, well, and think, he, think... he he's not a scientist. Economics is not science. Yeah, and, I was going to say, I think economists are ultra susceptible to this kind of thinking yes. because they don't have oh, yeah. a real fucking scientific background. Well, they, they all, they're uh, like as confident as they might seem, they all have a huge chip in their shoulder and have inferiority complex, complexes because they're not they're physicists, they're not biologists, me. they're not, you know, chemists. Um, they, they dick around with numbers and try to appear smarter oh, yeah. than they are. Uh, I actually have a degree in econ, and it's all garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, garbage. But like, uh, but I say this because, like, and I think you mentioned this, Teen, too, and you probably did too, Mike. Is that like part of how we created more human knowledge was just fringe, weird ass beliefs, right? And like scientific theories, and like we try to test them and we think about them, and then either it's proven to be more true than the other theory, or your theory dies. Like that pushing the boundaries is how we've gotten so far. So like in this attitude of like, oh, we've figured everything out. Like I think every day something new is discovered that puts all of the people who are like, oh, yeah, we've discovered it all. Like you just not don't listen to people like that because obviously you you continue to discover new things. I think, you know, when I was young, my father, who was trained in he he did business school in, in Taiwan. So, you know, they have a different view of things outside of the United States. And one of the things that people outside the United States have been talking about for a long time is dollar hegemony. And Mm -hmm. it's a fact because the rest of the world understands dollar hegemony a lot more than we do, because it's not weird to us that other countries trade using our money. Because it's our money. But it is fucking weird to them. It is Mm -hmm. very weird and and kind of strange to the rest of the world that like American money is legal tender pretty much everywhere. Right. You don't really Everyone have to you don't have to exchange sports. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's legal tender in my country and I'm not America. A lot of people find this odd outside the United States. I remember <laughs> Which my, makes sense. My, my father used to tell about me it? about this when I was a kid. And then I found out later that this was not commonly accepted in the United States as as, as weird. And and a lot of people were like, that's not it's not legal tender. It's not, you know, it's not it's not it's not the reserve currency of the world. It's, it's there's no such thing as a petrodollar. You know, it, it the US dollar is just a free floating currency and people are not understanding how currency uh conversion works. So you, you don't know what you're talking about. But now that other countries are starting to say, okay, let's not use the US dollar as an intermediary for trade. Let's just do direct, you know, fucking local fucking rubles for reals, you know, type trade. Yeah. Without a dollar as the sort of like underlying. Right. Just a direct. Tra- uh, yeah. yeah. Direct exchange. So value. That's being yeah. set up all over the world. Now, all of a sudden you see real, you know, Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, New York Times coming out going, what's going to happen when de-dollarization happens? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean when de-dollarization happens? You you guys never accepted that dollarization right. happened. Right. 
right? I, I don't I, I don't know if this is commonly known, but like we weren't totally in denial about the this. Idea I don't think that's commonly or... known. I think I think it just sort of like the it was attitude... controversial. Pe- yeah. I mean, some people said it, but it was controversial to even assert that the U.S. dollar had you know the what the French called an exorbitant privilege. Right. Yeah, like I remember when the first Iraq or the second Iraq war happened, people poo-pooed the idea that the U.S. went in because Saddam Hussein was trying to do oil trade in euros. That was like a fringe belief almost. Yes, right? You know, yes. Like, a, like kind of a conspiracy theory. But Th- that, and, that was the context in which I first heard about it from my right. own father. He was like, yo, oh, the, yeah. because he was online, like he was very online. And he was, like I said, he was a CIA, he Way was back. A CIA guy. He was a, he was a spook. Yeah, well, he wasn't a spook, but he was a CIA guy, and he yeah. he Analyst. knew a lot of that, the culture yeah. that he grew up around. That were that not he grew up that he was working in, uh, as well as the immigrant community that he was with, which is all these like right. Chinese Americans that are like, you know, in America in the U.S. government, was very like more open to these spook type ideas. And so he relates to me. He was familiar, like you said, with that fringe assertion that 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 it was the threat of moving off U.S. dollar peg to oil or U.S. dollar. What what is the term? Uh, monopoly really on the oil trade that caused the petrodollar yeah. the, that caused war, right? Or that caused the threat of war. And uh, I remember thinking, "You're fucking crazy, man." That's that's a crazy thing to believe. Dude, it's about the weapons of mass destruction and the terrorism. Yeah. What do you want about? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, seriously, yeah. it was a bizarre thing to say back then. But now, it's weird. We have slowly shifted to, without <clears throat> people even noticing, that yeah. what used to be a fringe belief has now become fully now mainstream. Just, now just, yeah, now it's just common knowledge. Now it's just common knowledge. So, you know, maybe that's somehow. how the alien shit works. There is no capital D disclosure event. No. But it's just these little things over time. And then one day we're, we're just, like, wait, we all believe in aliens? They're like, well, one theory. One like, theory, do you realize we used to not believe in aliens? Well, one theory <laughs> is that there is so much science fiction media or there are certain – there's that, that, that uh, the government – has been in contact with aliens for a long time. And they don't want to just have one sudden event where they're like, no one, no one's aware of aliens to aliens are, exist. So they've been very slowly seeding the idea uh, in people's minds through, through media, right? Through culture. So like, that's that to know. me is, is harder to believe. For me. Okay. Because that involves that, that involves a degree of human, um, discipline that I find well maybe because we still don't know who killed JFK that's a very well kept secret yeah so there are very well I mean, kept secrets but also I think uh, it, you know it, it, it plays off of the idea that as you said earlier teen right like people want to believe that it's explainable right so if there's a plausible explanation that people can be fed then they'll believe it and then, so you play off of that, so you can then suppress sort of, you know, the evidence or people talking about it and, you know, more, more and people will just dismiss it offhand. And then you can slowly seed it by, you know, because Hollywood is more controlled, I think, earlier on, though I think it's pretty controlled now, but it was, but like here's very, the, it was here, so here's, here's the wrinkle in that. It, it's a lot of factors. It's not but just here's one the, thing. No, but here's the wrinkle in that is that 
a lot of this assumes that it's only the U.S. government that has access. Well, to yes, this that's stuff. true. But yes. every government, like, there's there must be many governments in the world that have. If this were the case that aliens were making contact with us at a high top-down political level, right, which is the part of it I don't believe. I don't think they would have any interest in doing that. But I'm not saying I believe. I'm just saying this is what some people. Are oh no no. I, well no. I'm just taking. Well, here's the thing. I'm taking the idea seriously. Like meaning, sure, yeah. I'm not dismissing it out of hand. I'm just telling you. I've thought about this. <laughs> go, so go for it, man. Go for it. I have thoughts. Yeah. I, yeah. I have thoughts. I just think that one, I don't see any particular interest that I think that's a very like it ends up being too human 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 centric yeah. to believe that they were like, take me to Anthony Blinken. You know, like I don't think they I don't think they give a <laughs> shit about it. To your that. leader, right? Yeah. Take yeah. me I to your leader. To yeah. I'd be like, dude, no, you don't want to talk to Joe Biden. <laughs> uh you know, or whoever. Take me to the head of the CIA. If they were to take a strategy like that, uh, yeah, I guess I could see them being like, okay, I'll only talk to the Americans or you know or whatever. But I, I just don't believe that that's the case. I think actually, even the, the the theories are that what's happening is that there are crash sites, and that the government is is aware that there's a lot of like these incidents where where alien craft is caught, yeah or. Are, are crashing and the 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 theory out there the conspiracy theory is that the government is rushing in to take all these materials because they want to reverse engineer it yeah right. now i have to believe that that can't just be the united states then then no. it's got to be you know if these aliens are interested in nuclear powers i mean why well, wouldn't they go to china or russia yeah or France and they or and if they're if they're here Israel. in the volume that even not that in that the, even not that much volume but like even if they're here in some number then they wouldn't just crash the United States, right? They'd be crashing other places. I could believe. Have. I mean, there there have yeah. been allegations that they crash in other places, like in Brazil. Oh, but for the sure. One, yeah. But the one in Brazil, what you know, they claimed that the U.S. government came in and swooped everything out. And so, that's another weird one. The Brazil one, the one in um, there's a there's a yeah. documentary out about it called Moment of Contact. It's worth watching. It's another one of these things where like I don't fucking believe this story at all. Uh, it involved actual aliens running around this town in, yeah and in, like people getting like, people getting sick because of like radiation and then like yeah oh, i mean it's okay. a ridiculous yeah. story that obviously didn't happen yet there's so many people credible witnesses including the children from that who claim to have seen the alien from eight feet away and made eye contact with the damn thing and smelled it and and everyone was very consistent about that i'm like how did this mass delusion happen that's the part I don't understand, but I don't believe their story. But I also don't understand how they came to make it up. Well, so, so, do you think do you think that the governments around the world are, are suppressing this and they're kind of in a race to reverse engineer or reapply this? No, I, I just don't think it happened. I just don't think that we're actually in possession of you know a, okay. a crashed alien craft or anything like that. Huh. Okay. I mean, maybe we're in possession of some materials that are strange and and whatever. But like yeah, Bob, yeah. Bob the easiest explanation for Bob Lazar is that he is a liar. Yeah, nobody I mean, wants. Occam's if you notice like, yeah, when people talk about Bob Lazar, the first thing all discussions of Bob Lazar, are like you know, the thing is, he seems really genuine. And why would he do this? <laughs> and they they analyze this from like a you know, like why would someone do this? I'm like because they're a pathological liar, and he's having look fun at all the attention that. he's getting. <laughs> like, yeah. of course he keep doing it. He's a liar. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad person. You know, it could not be the really case, for example, harm, that right? Bob Lazar <laughs> so. himself believes. That he was abducted, yeah. he, he may have had, crazy. he may have had an experience. 
I do believe that people have genuine experiences where they genuinely genuinely believe that they had contact with an alien through sure, yeah. abduction or something. People don't, believe all sorts of stuff. Like, you know, they have religious experiences, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. And and they're convinced that it that it happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying I don't know. I'm not I'm not expressing a view on that. I don't particularly believe in alien abduction, but I certainly believe that people have very convincing experiences that that is what happened to them and it scares the fucking shit out of them and they go on full believing that we are basically living in like a dark city kind of situation where the aliens are just like kind of controlling us and he i i suspect maybe he had that kind of experience and that justifies his lying about this because he's like i am lying only to tell you the truth (laughs) see what i'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. Lying for the greater good. good for the greater right. good, because I know the story. I really have to tell you. You won't believe. Right. You're not ready so yet. I've constructed this lie, yeah. but to me, it's not a lie. It is fiction, but it's a fiction that points to a truth that you won't accept until I package it into a fiction that you will accept. Right. That's what I think he is, because he's clearly a liar. I yeah. Mean, there's, there's, yeah. There's a lot of psychological levels to that kind of. Lie. If it if it's yeah exactly. yeah, and I'm not saying that as a value judgment. Like he's a fucking liar. I'm saying no, he's a liar. That's it. He's lying. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's a bad person. Right. You know, that doesn't mean that he's a piece of shit. I'm just saying he's lying and he's making the story up. And he fully, I believe he knows he he's be- making. You can story. believe in a lie, but it's still a lie, right? I don't like think he believes the lie. Yeah. I think he believes in something else that he thinks that no one would ever listen to. Oh. Uh, things so, so, so he's even, saying even i want to that. tell my truth but you're but not I ready to, so I'm... i have to fictionalize well, it to, for you yeah, to, he has to package it. it he has to package it into a thing that people will swallow yes but imagine thing. dude imagine that you actually were abducted by aliens not not to say that 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 it was aliens abducted you but you had a full-on experience whether like virtual experience or, but okay. you were absolutely convinced that these little gray men came and took you on their ship and that fucking <laughs> happened. Like, imagine if you actually right. experienced that one and, way and or you another. were in an experiment. You were like, happened. dude, yeah. it fucking happened. Like to me, that's already in itself fascinating. Not just not not even how did why did you have that experience, or but just the, the, the sheer weirdness of that experience. It would just be like, what the? F- I just got, dude. I just got taken into a spaceship by four foot aliens. And I, I, I cannot deny that that happened. That absolutely fucking happened, dude. That would wreck your world. Yeah, that would, dude. You would be so fucking scared, and you would be like, dude, oh, you yeah. need to believe me, man. That happened. <laughs> you know, like fire in the sky. Happened. Did you see that movie? I've never seen it. Is it? Good? Oh my god, that's a very famous abduction case. Fire in is the sky. Is it the, the one? In, is it the uh, the that interracial the couple? No, not the, Betty and Barney Hill. Not Betty and Barney. Um, no, it's Baby Sweeney was in that movie. Yeah, so it kind of looks like John Cusack. Ninety-three movie. It was based on Travis Walton's book, The Walton Experience, um, and it's based on you know the fact that he felt felt that he was he had been abducted. Is there is, is there is this a story that is 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 con- not convincing in the sense that aliens have, but is it convincing that this guy really believes that he was? Yeah. He's not a liar. Yeah, and like there, you know, there are other people with him that observed his like behavior and the lights and very, other things. And then he was he was gone for a couple of days, and then like came out of no, you know, just showed up again. 
um, without anyone seeing him like show up. And then like, yeah, it's a very convincing story that something happened, whether it was alien abduction. No, but something happened and he believes it. You know, it's, it's funny. Like you would, if, so if these abductions really happen, the aliens are probably smart enough to know that nobody would believe the victims. (laughs) <laughs> or so they don't they care. Do it, what, how, 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 about, how about this? Yeah. They just don't give a fuck. Yeah, they just don't care. <laughs> could, could it? It could also just be elaborate and very vicious trolling. Because you, you could, could totally. He, this would be something easy to fake. Is an abduction? Is you know, yeah? Like, you got drugs that you can make someone woozy, yeah. hallucinate. Mm-hmm. You know, mess with your memory. Put on. Um, you know, we could create yeah. costumes and shit. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The only question is, why would we do that? They also <laughs> really it's, it's hated just, it because it would guy. be hilarious and fucking crazy to do. They also really hated this guy. Like, those are the friends you don't want to have in your life that fucking prank yeah. you like that. Or, or you know, it could be something really sick. Like the CIA is like, you know, some guy at the CIA was like, "Yo, look, 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 look. the mind control shit failed." But what do you think of this? What if we abducted people and really convinced them that we were aliens, and we hit them with the drugs, then? Maybe they would have yeah. God, and we could yeah. ask them questions, and they would just tell us the truth. And they were like, "Okay, let's just run some yeah. experiments." Because MK Ultra was real, right? Like those programs yeah, are MK real. MK Ultra was real. Yeah. Maybe they were like, "Let's hit MK Ultra." It, it failed, but what if yeah. we hit him with an alien abduction on top of that? <laughs> Can you find me four foot people that are willing to do this? <laughs> Maybe that's what's going. So it's on. an elaborate CIA hoax. Disguise. I mean, how far away is that from MK Ultra? Theory. Yeah, it's not too I mean, far. Serum disguised as an alien. It's not. It's not that far from MK. Do you know Ultra. what? You know what MK Ultra? You know how they ended up doing it? It was actually like alien abduction. They would have um, these like drug. They, they would, the CIA would create like a um, uh, dude. You're about to get abducted by aliens. The his just went up. No, but like yeah. they would. They they actually would set up like these uh, drug deal. These drug houses. Uh, and brothels, yeah. yeah, and they yeah. would just get like, they would just get like fucking, you know, randos to come, and they lured them into this place with the promise of sex and drugs. And this was like the '60s and stuff, so there are a lot of free love, free drug type people, and they would just blast them with fucking LSD. They gave Dude, them so much LSD. They would blast them with LSD. I think actually there like, were, though he wasn't, he didn't come in that way, but wasn't um, what's his name? Uh, the Unabomber Ted Kaczynski. What well, he was the subject of some of this weird ass drug testing, but on yeah, campus. well, they, he didn't know. Like sense. apparently, he didn't know no, the dose. No, test. yeah. So they did it. They did it with a lot of like uh, young college students and like really smart people, like yeah. professors and stuff. And like, um, one one guy who was actually a doctor that they had brought on to like run it or help run it. He was like started get he started getting cold feet, and then they just like hammered him with the pro with the protocol, and like he ran out of a building like he he jumped out of a like fifth story like window like he threw himself through the window and like killed himself because like he just went insane because <laughs> so they blasted shady. him with so much fucking lsd and scared yeah, the shit out of him crazy yeah you know the psychedelic stuff is weird man like it well it's like the stuff with dmt have you heard like the like the <laughs> like the trips that people have on dmt they're like they're apparently fucking insane but they're very short it's yeah like very short, and, and everyone has powerful. very similar hallucinations too um lsd people can have very different ones but like supposedly with dmt like the consistency with everyone who has it like uses i can tell it. you it's, it's i i don't fuck with psychedelics because yeah. i'm a little bit scared of them i am too yeah they're pretty scary 
I have taken I've taken a fairly large dose of 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 psilocybin, and I can tell you, if it felt like quantum leap, dude, it was like I was another being, and then I quantum leaped into Teen Shang. That was like you know like when uh when what's what was the actor in Quantum Leap? What was that guy's name? Uh, uh, uh shit. Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. When Scott yeah. Bakula would go to the mirror. Yeah, and he, 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 it was like he looked and it was like a like a black woman. Yeah, you know, and, and it was 1932. Right, he's like, oh shit, and he was like, oh, I got to get used to this. that. Was me? I was like Scott Bakula, but I'm now like this Asian dude in 2023. <laughs> I go to the mirror and I'm like, is that me? What is going on here? <laughs> you know, well, but that's I, common, you know, but, right? But, Out but, of body you know, stuff. He, but he yet he has full access to like all of that person's like memories and feelings, yeah, and talents and stuff. Like you know, that, that was me. show, was like yeah, the, that show Quantum Leap is insane to think about. Like the premise of that show <laughs> and like what they were actually doing. You yeah, know, they fucked it up yeah. now because the guy in Quantum Leap is an Asian dude. Yeah, he so is. If he, yeah, if he Quantum Leaped into me, he'd be like, "Oh, I'm an Asian huh. dude. I pretty hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Asian dude in America. Okay, fine, cool, great." Next, let's spin it again. Let's try something new here, guys. <laughs> anyway. Uh, dude, fun stuff. But yeah, I'm with you, Mike. Like the ancient civilization stuff is really fascinating to me. Not only not not in the ancient aliens type of way, but the just wow. Like human beings are even more we're we're even more amazing and interesting than like we're given credit for. Earth it, Earth you know? is more interesting and Yeah, amazing Earth is more nature, just yeah. uh Everything is more interesting than we give it. And like, and I wanted to say this before because you were mentioning like about the oceans and, and how the earth has just changed right over time. Like, yeah, we we have this feeling. Oh, we've we've explored everything. Right. Like, but the earth is like, what, 76 percent water or something like that. Surface area. Surface area. And like the the deepest parts of the ocean are like double or triple the the depth as like the height of the highest mountain, right? So like the amount we, we've explored such a small fraction of Earth. If, if you think about yeah. like the ocean, right? We have no idea what's down. We have there. no fucking clue what's going on in some areas. Like there are probably parts of the ocean that no one's even seen. Let alone most like, of it. yeah, most of it, right? Let alone have any idea what's going on there. So James you know, Cameron just, has been there. Yeah, he, he's there right now, just doing yeah. a honeycomb, just doing a grid search of the whole. You know, it goes to show James Cameron. Uh, uh, I think he got an invite to go to space or something. He was supposed to make like the first IMAX like film in space or whatever. Yeah, but then totally like I don't know what happened, but he ended up changing his attention to the ocean. Like he seems much more, in a way, fascinated by the ocean than he does the space. Yeah, which makes which sense. Which is why Avatar 2 is like an ocean movie. It and is. He did Titanic and he did, you know. It's like, you know, I mean, have you seen have you seen it? Uh, no. Avatar 2? Yeah, oh yeah, I no. saw it. You yeah. could see how like all the no. shit that he did for Titanic like has he bought he used that experience oh, yeah. to to do Avatar 2. They have like submarine submersible scenes and shit and Is it on streaming yet? Uh Avatar? I don't know. Yeah, I Dude, you gotta go watch it, watch it TV, in IMAX, man. man. Like, it's it's worth oh, watching it in full IMAX. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really you want good. it like 3D IMAX. Yeah. Like you want the yeah. full 
full on. Experience. Okay. It's, it's worth the 25 bucks, whatever it costs for that sure. ticket. Um, no, but I mean, just the ocean's fascinating. So like, and, and we haven't even explored that much of the surface of the earth, let alone the oceans. I don't like so, the ocean, man. I don't what? like it. No, I, I, I'm scared. To, I'm scared as fuck of the ocean. I remember one time in Hawaii, I was doing, I was, um, you know, do, just out in one of those like tourist bay areas in Maui. And I was snorkeling, you know. Yeah. And sometimes when you snorkel, like you're just like so fascinated by the little fish. And I'm maybe in like 10 feet of water. Hmm. You know, something I could see, you know, very close. I can see, see the bottom. Them. Yeah, it's clear. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly the water got cold. And then I just like swam right over like a cliff oh, 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 that baby. went down about yeah. maybe 30 feet, mm-hmm. like another, maybe another 20 feet or maybe yeah. 30 feet. Not huge. And then I went over the cliff Still. and then I looked down and there's a huge fucking grouper or something like a dude. They're gigantic. A big ass fish, dude. They're gigantic. Like a diesel one, like in the like in the world of like fish, this is probably like, you know, a golden retriever, like a really friendly grouper. It's not, you know, it's not gonna. But dude, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here, dude. That thing is huge. Are big, dude. Like, I think huge. people who go diving are very brave. I find the ocean terrifying. Yeah, the people yeah, who are like petting sharks. And shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not like what I saw, dude. No, I, I used to have recurring <laughs> nightmares of the about the ocean <laughs> because I'm like I don't know what's down there. Ten feet, yeah. okay. Thirty feet. I went. No. I went. Uh, I, went no. so I went swimming in the channel out here once, and it it was very not that fun because <laughs> like you know that there's sharks out there, and you can't see the bottom, and yeah, it's just I, you every, it wasn't my bottom. Thing. You can't see. You know, depend. You know. When you go further, uh, far enough out, right? Not even that far, but when you go out, like it is not clear, like the the bay. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean like can, the water see, is like, not maybe, clear. Like it's you, you can, can see, see like maybe twenty feet down, and then yeah. it just gets murky. Yeah, you can't see shit. Like yeah, this is off my buddy's boat, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm staying on the after boat. Twenty minutes, I was like, all right, I'm good with this. I'm just gonna go back on the boat. It's like yeah, and first, and the other thing is, it's like we're taught. It's like very three dimensional underwater. I'm not. I don't. I don't yeah. like the yeah. three dimensional shit. I like it nice and flat, where all the action is on level playing field. Yeah. Right? It, or the only third dimension as I look up, maybe. Like, yeah, but then it's just birds up there. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's like very rare that I see a bird that I'm scared of flying. Yeah. No, you know. But I, I look in the ocean, and there's literally like 300 pound fish, and it's below me. Yep. I'm like, dude, there's two. There's an extra dimension here that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> and they move and, like silently too. Yeah, and then the, and then that sudden shift in temperature. I was in this like warm, bright bay, and then suddenly like this cold water and a 30 foot drop, and I was like, that's as far as ever ever gonna go into the ocean without being on a ship. Yeah. That's it. That's my this. limit, dude. Yeah. And then I'm we think about the out. people who fucking like sailed out to Hawaii. <laughs> See, I'm not. Like, that's why Asian American and Pacific Islander needs to be separated. Yeah, I'm a land <laughs> Asian. I'm not a sea Asian. Definitely I'm not, not. an ocean Asian. That we need to be separated. They need a different month. <laughs> they do. They for respect purposes. Not there, they, they should just be like. Yeah. We need a ocean people month. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and then a the land insane, people, man. land Asians. Yeah. I'm very comfortable on land. I don't like the ocean. I, I do not like the ocean either. And it's not about even like my like my strength as a swimmer. Like I feel like we're all pretty mm. decent swimmers here. It's not like I'm a no. I'm, afraid I'm not. I'm not that. a decent swimmer. Oh, okay. I'm a Mike, very are you basic a good swimmer. swimmer? Hmm? 
Uh, I'm not a great swimmer, but like, yeah, I took swim lessons when I was okay. like five, so I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about that. It's just sort of like, I have no idea what's there. It's just scary, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I like looking at the beach and like living by it and it's very nice and temperate. I don't really like going into the water. It's pretty fucking scary out here. <laughs> oh, Hell no, man. There's no need. Just take no, a shower. No need. Yeah. <laughs> you like water? Take a shower. Pools are great. I like yeah, go pools. to the pool. <laughs> go to the pool. I like I like the stuff that comes from the ocean. Like I respect the fisherman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fish is delicious. Yeah, I, I would I rather eat that. the fish than have the fish eat me. Yeah, I'm fine on a boat, man. You know, I, I'm fine on a boat. I just don't want to be in the ocean, like personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Do you get seasick? Uh, no, not too bad. I've been in some very bad situations, and I'm like, I think I find myself of the of the people on the boat. I was like, okay. Yeah. One time, I was in, like... one time, dude, one time I was in India, I was on one of those, Ker- the Kerala houseboat, they take you out, there's a whole network of like canals and shit inland from mm. Kerala, and then at night, you know, you moor in like one of the lakes, and you just kind of sleep there, okay. and I was like, yo, I'm gonna go jump in the water, because that's what stupid Westerners do, so I like oh, put Jesus on my swim dude. trunks, and I jumped in the water, the second I landed in there, it was like, dude, it was a universe of fucking mosquito larvae and shit like, oh, I hear it. Like, dude i could hear in the water you know like you yeah. could just hear the, oh. just the sound of like a trillion fucking larva oh. uh you know the whole it was just alive you know and then oh. the bottom was like this murky like kind of lake weed kind of thing yeah dude lakes are gross yeah it was just gr- i just got the like, fuck a lot out of, of there lakes i was are like gross. i am never jumping off a boat ever again <laughs> No, don't do that. <laughs> no. Dude, remember when we stayed at that that house and like there was a like it was like that big pond and like yes. you fell in. Yeah, I fell <laughs> in. Chris yeah. fell in. Oh, Chris went to swim on his own, but you like you fell in. Dude, I fell in because I was, I was, I was uh, launching the boat, yeah. the kayak, and then yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you didn't do that it on purpose. You like you can't you know, really do that. Like you can't you can't launch the kayak and then jump in. You know? No, you got to No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like. I don't know, but the, the, to bring it back to the topic, like I just think there's just so much to explore on Earth and and in nature. Like we don't need to poo-poo it or like think that we've explained it all. And like as you said, Teen, like it's just it's just kind of boring to I not just live want with smart, someone. Or, I want smart people yeah. to talk about crazy shit. Yeah, and that's what's so exciting now is I think like as as the media control of the narrative starts to fall apart. Um, and we're, and we're starting to see really weird shit. Like, I'm sorry, like AI is very weird. It is weird. And, and the AI it's a very weird technology yeah. that has yeah. a lot of like nonlinear characteristics that make it yeah. very hard to predict like where it's going because now yeah. it's like, what happens when the AI, uh, is primarily controlled by another AI? Like what happens well, when AI assists assist itself? They're doing there are systems like that right now. You can experiment with. Yeah, exactly. It's weird, and and yeah. nobody has any even even like the the absolute like preeminent minds here are basically like yeah, I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. Jeffrey right. Hinton, who who quit Google recently to say that he wanted to be free from the corporation so he could talk freely about AI. He's the guy that you know they I don't know like he he was part of the first generation of people. That started saying like we got to do neural nets. We've got, we instead yeah. of doing symbolic type computer, you yeah. know, programs that, that operate at the symbolic level, we need to simulate neurons. Right, right. And 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 clearly he was right. 
And now he was like, what he said was, this was very interesting. He said, actually, my thesis was totally wrong. My thesis was that we need to get computers to try and simulate the human brain. That's the only way we're going to get intelligence is to simulate the one form of intelligence that, that we, we know, know yeah. is, is the human brain. And he was like, last, he said the last few months, his lifetime thesis of AI has been, he's abandoned it. And he said the reason is because he said, actually, the neural networks that we've, that we've got now are actually much more efficient than the human neural networks. So we're no longer chasing the human brain. We far exceeded at, the, at, at a certain level by a certain metric. We far exceeded the capabilities of like a biological brain. And he was saying that. Yeah, right, that mm-hmm. right now we're limited by power and silicon and the technology that we've thrown at it but it's only going to i think it's only going to take another couple of generations of hardware to get to something that nobody can really predict what's going to happen well they well they didn't even predict that the stuff that like the the current um llms and (laughs) things are doing that it would do like it it just emerged out of the size i don't know how much to believe that but there's yeah there's a lot of people claiming that there are these emergent they're emerging capabilities, yeah. Coming out of these things that they didn't expect it to learn or know. I don't they know how much it. to believe because yeah. a lot of that stuff is actually coming out of Microsoft itself. But I, I, I gathered that there must be some truth to it because these are peer reviewed at least. And uh, I, I believe yeah. it. it you should well, be able well, to replicate it. Yeah, fundamentally, nobody really knows how a neural network is like. Exactly what exactly what's going on, yeah. Well, well, because no one truly understands how the human mind works either, and how our neurons actually produce consciousness. And it's just because the thing is, it's like it's it's not symbolically ordering everything. It's using these like stochastic or sort of like vague, you know, approximations of reality that we can't we can't really boil it down to you know an equation or something, and. But he's saying that the current LLMs have about one one hundredth, I think. It's either one tenth or one one hundredth of the connections in the human brain. So something along the order of like a trillion connections in the largest LLMs that we have right now. Yeah. Versus like, like ten or a hundred trillion in the in the human brain in terms of those adjustable neural connections. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that even at that much smaller base that you can encode a lot more information into um, LLMs than you can a human brain. So his point being like, it's already more efficient than the human brain on a per connection basis. And so that's, he said, I'm abandoning my thesis that you have to chase the human brain because he's like, this thing can go beyond the human brain. It already has in a certain way. And so therefore he was like, yeah, we need to think about what the fuck we're doing here. And yeah, his, don't his view was basically we don't like want the Butlerian jihad. Yeah, his <laughs> his his theory is that you could see AI, you can you can approximate where AI is heading for the next couple years, and then it hits like an absolute wall of like opacity, and you just don't know what's beyond that point. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I believe it. I believe that. That that that's... yeah, like I've been playing around with some of these LLMs, and I'm doing. <clears throat> like uh context dependent prompts so like you you know let's say you index a document and then you feed 
the prompt, some part of the document and then ask right. it a question and it'll like come back with some kind of answer. And a couple of times I've been like playing around with stuff and it'll just give me an answer that doesn't really seem to be uh, derived, like derivable from the context that you give it. So it's either, it's either like some, something else is happening or like it's, it's leaking back into the, into the larger into the, into the training, into, yeah, into like the training data that it shouldn't technically be accessing. But yeah, like you're already seeing a little bit of like, how is this a little bit of confusion on the part of the user where it's like, how is this happening again? You know? So it's, yeah, I, I can see that getting a little bit uh, out of control even where you're not quite sure how it's coming up with the answers that it's coming up with, but nonetheless, it's right, you know, sitting it's, in front of your face. It, it generates <laughs> something, right? Yeah. And this is, and you know, like the stuff that I'm doing is just like, I'm just getting a little confused as to where the data is coming from. But, you know, a couple more generations down the line and it could just be, it could be more than that. It could just be like, well, how the fuck is this actually happening? Yeah. I mean, what's fascinating too is I think it, if you ask it to like explain itself, it's, it, sometimes it's good at it. Sometimes it's not just like a human is. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it'll just lie about yeah. its source. They'll just make shit up. So it's, Which, yeah, it's already like humans some do. human characteristics. Right? Yeah, exactly. Even even like some of the simple tasks, like for for whatever reason, I needed to find a word that began with I won't I don't remember why I needed to find this, but I needed to find a word that began with P that had the same meaning as dip. Okay. So I I couldn't think of one. I don't know if you guys can, but I went to ChatGPT and I asked it, and it said plunge. Oh yeah, oh, there you yeah, go. Like, yeah. Shit, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty good, man. Because I was like, I don't think there is <laughs> yes. one. I was like, P, I, I can't think of one. And I went to check. I know that's not a big deal. You know, that's no, but it's yeah. kind of a big deal. <laughs> it is, it is, is. It's kind of cool that I could just ask yeah. it this question. Like, yeah. yo, what's a word that's, that begins with P that means dip? And it's like, plus. I mean, that's, that's, I'll put it this way. That's way better than fucking Siri or Alexa. I was going to say Google right? would actually, it would not give you a direct answer. It would, it would, yeah. it would, you would have yeah. to, you would have to dig a bit in the results to get to that. Yeah, and and part of me was like, I bet you that nobody can yeah. quite explain how it exactly did how the yeah, fuck this thing can. got this answer so quick. It was so fast. It's like pee, plunge. Yeah. And and it presented it in a way like I mean, not only can, is the word can... plunge, but pl it said it was a very interesting thing. It said, you know, plunge can refer to the act of quickly and forcefully putting something into a liquid and then removing it. <laughs> like similar to the action yeah. of dipping. Yeah, the only so way you I was like, wait, that's is, not even uh, what I meant by dip. I, I meant dip right. as in the stock price dipped. Yeah, yeah, but it was, and it's saying, related. wait, it can it can mean that, but also remember, it can mean like dipping a chip. Right. Yeah, that's right. what I thought you meant was chip dipping. Yeah. No, I thought the what you you said right, like the 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 stock dipped in price or something. And you yeah, you're and looking no, for it's a, a so synonym it said, that starts so, with a P. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's smarter than the both of us put together. It, yes. <laughs> so here, okay, here's exactly what I said. I said, what's the English word that begins with the letter P that has the closest meaning to the word dip? And it gave an answer that was so superb. It said, it's actually a really it, good prompt too. You gave it, it is a good prompt because I'm not sure yeah. it could answer that question. It's like some of these simple tasks sometimes are just like, can it do a simple thing? And then it yeah. said the English immediately. I mean, it just was like, boom. The English word that begins with the letter P and has a meaning closest to dip is plunge. Plunge can refer to the act of quickly and forcefully putting something into a liquid and then removing it, similar to the action of dipping. It can also be used metaphorically 
to indicate a sudden and steep decrease or decline in something such as yeah. prices or temperatures. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, you That's hit a good you answer. Just, not only did you give me a word that means dip at one level, you gave it to me at two, two levels. levels. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to yeah. take over the world. Probably. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. It's already starting. It's already doing it really, work for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't think I have a friend that can come up with that. Like, I've lost my friends. How do you take over a, a job, right? Like, you you start at the job, and then eventually you take over. <laughs> I'm like, this thing can play any... This can, this can beat anyone at any word game already. Simple. Like, no problem. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 And it's it, like... Wordle yeah, is no problem is for chat. The AI shit maybe is another thing. And that's that's one of those things where, you know, Elon used to talk about... Back in the day, he would say that AI was like a major threat to, to humanity. Right. And at and that time, crazy. I was like, this guy's so full of shit. It's ridiculous. And he said at that time, he said, I think maybe this is the thing that started to change my mind on some of this fringe shit. I remember thinking that that's such bullshit. And because I thought, you know, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a fairly smart guy. I know AI is really not that, you know, I mean, come on. But then he said, the reason I say that is because I've seen some of the stuff behind the scenes that the public hasn't seen yet. And it's shocking, like, what this shit can do. And this is right. maybe, like, a couple of years before they released ChatGBT. Yeah, he was... He was, yeah, he, was part of the, he was part of the open AI. He was well, yeah, he, he started it. Yeah, he yeah. founded it. He was fucking dead on. And now he's been talking about... Have you heard he's, like... He was having debates back then with Larry Page. And Larry Page was like they were talking about how AI was going to take over humanity. And Larry Page was like, I want it to take over humanity. And so <laughs> that's, that's why he created open AI was, he was like, Larry Page is evil. He wants like, he's fucking, yeah. He was, he, he wants to unleash the genie on humans. <laughs> well, and yeah, I'm like, I mean, holy yeah, some shit. Some people like, worse than Elon in some respects. And, <laughs> but Larry that Page shit, is that guy. But that shit is so sci-fi in terms of its basic premise. And then it turned out to be entirely just something that happened in real life. And so that changed my yeah. thinking because at that time I remember just writing off this whole AI danger of AI thing not that long ago, just maybe like a year or two ago, where I was like, yeah, yeah I don't know, I'm not. Yeah, the whole. I mean, I remember they were like they kept hyping the singularity and all this stuff that seems so far fetched. Yeah. Now, now it's it's a little bit more in focus. It it, it uh, seems it, a little less far fetched than it's a little we less yeah. far fetched. I mean, yeah. I don't think the 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 generative general AIs that we have seen are going to take over the world. But I think what you, Mike, is you're saying like, who knows, like in three or four generations of, of hardware. And that's just three or four years, right? Because the generations happen like yeah. once or twice well, a year. Also, now. Right, so who knows right now like what will happen? We're right now we're repurposing stuff that wasn't built for. Right. Right. AI. And there right, are so, companies right now that are making products that, or, you know, the first yeah. generation of their products are coming out that are focused on compute for, these types yeah, of so, neural nets. Well, and right. and, so, and Hinton was saying this, which is that the different the problem the the thing that really limits human intelligence, and he's like, you have to think of it as collective intelligence. It's not just the intelligence of like a single brain. It's like the right. society of brains, right? And yeah, what it yeah. can produce collectively. He said the problem is like we're very like um, unique. Like each neural net brain is configured very differently than other ones so that we can't effectively communicate we don't transfer our, yeah what we've learned yeah, to yeah. someone else it's a very low bandwidth thing but he's like because llms are all identical 
or you can make them identical. Any one LLM can instantly just sort of like transmit everything it's learned to all the other LLMs like instantly and perfectly. Right, right. Right. So he was like the the you have, you can't just think about like one you know an LLM in 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 isolation the way we would think of a we would think of a human brain in isolation you've got to think of it in context to it working with other AIs. Yeah, right. And he was yeah. like it's Absolutely. there when they start working together that you're really going to start seeing the superhuman aspect of AIs which is they can immediately replicate themselves. Yeah, absolutely. They can they can produce another copy of itself perfectly anywhere at any time, you know, or transfer everything it's learned to something else immediately. And with yeah, total faithfulness. One, uh, one of the training techniques yeah. is um, you basically just pit two different AIs against each other to fine tune the results of what you're trying to do. Adversarial networks, right? Like, Adversarial yeah, networks, yeah. yeah. So, you know, right now we're limited by memory and speed and bandwidth and all that, but. I mean, yeah, imagine a TPU. But imagine a humanity or like an organism that was capable of this. Everything you know, everybody else in the world knows too. Everything I know, everything, you know, anything that everybody else out there knows collectively, I know. Just as well as those people. So I would be just as expert in math or physics or whatever as the greatest expert. yeah, the internet is was phase one of this, right? Because now everything is connected. All the computer systems are connected. And then I think phase two is probably these AI models. And then phase three is they start communicating to each other over the internet. So combining yeah. phase one and two. And then, yeah, after that, who the fuck knows? It's just an open book. Or yeah, a I mean, page. yeah. Because th- those adversarial, uh, you know, networks and, you know, the the model sort of iterating on themselves and then being given the <coughs> ability to like rewrite themselves or improve themselves that's where i feel like that's probably the next phase or like where the the, the next leaps are going to come from because then the the biggest thing right now to, uh, limitation in my in my mind is that they're really not generating new knowledge um like fundamental scientific facts or whatever but if, if they're yeah. able to make that leap and make intuitive sort of like you were almost alluding, right, where it's sort of like you don't know where it got the data to make that give that answer because you didn't give it the context. Yeah. So if you were to know for sure that, you know, this was the context it had and you know for a fact that it didn't have that like data to give the answer and it was still able to like come up with new information or new new theories that no one else like that was not in the realm of human knowledge. That's like when it gets actually incredibly scary. Well, what's yeah, yeah, because... right now humans are also giving it the objectives to like to right. uh, optimize for, but there, I don't think we've seen an AI that will give itself its own objective yet. Right. That I think that's where the, well, scary but then you have these things where you have AIs yeah. that are creating objectives for AIs. So isn't yeah. there, there's a, there's like a modification of chat GPT where it will. Yeah. Auto GPT. It'll auto GPT. It'll prompt. Oh, another, okay. Yeah. You know, it'll say, prompt itself, <laughs> but you have to give it an, a goal. You can't, it, it won't just run on its own. For no, but no I'm reason. saying like, what I'm saying is that, you know, the, the ability for an AI to prompt another AI sets up these, these current, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. these feedback yeah. loops. But they're and, start, but the, but but it's pushed, and at the same time, like one of the emergent properties here is like, you know, I think like 
Chomsky had like dismissed these things as just like mere parrots uh, and that they're not going to really do anything but regurgitate, you know, existing sentences, but just in like a modified form. But the what what the researchers are saying at least or claiming, I don't know whether it's true, is that they're not they're doing more than that. There's an emergent reasoning function. These things are reasoning and they're not just taking existing you know, linguistic connections and representing them in some form. They're actually making like logical inferences. And if it can do that, uh, and it wasn't designed to do that. Yeah. That's kind of scary in a way. I agree. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, the jury's still out on whether so, yeah, it's it may actually not, doing that. Thing, but, it's like it may not have yeah. additional data, but it can solve problems. You don't need data to solve problems. Uh, you don't need additional data to, to do something new, like solving problems. Well, yeah, and that's my point, right? Is that yeah. if, it, if it can be proven empirically that it's doing that, um, then, yeah, it's, it's, super, it's not just a stochastic yeah. parrot at that point, right? It, that, yeah, right that's now, much closer to human-type intelligence. Right, right, right now, the state of the art, which is the open AI stuff, is kind of a black box. You don't really know what it's doing behind the scenes, so that makes it a little extra scary, but... I think once the open models start advancing a little bit more, we'll have a little bit more insight into how how it does things, and you know, hopefully, we can <laughs> keep a fucking leash on it. But I don't know. You know what? Does. You know what's funny, right? Like, you can trick it into giving you instructions on stuff that it was programmed not to be able to give you instructions on. So, like, you can't directly ask ChatGPT to like help you build a bomb. So, if you were to be like, "Can you help me build a, a bomb?" Right. It'll say like, oh, you know, I can't do that. But if you were to be like, theoretically, if I were to do that, you know, you can give it a prompt to like make it say that I'm just pretending and it'll give you real instructions that I do stuff. I think that that's so it's easy just, to trick it. I think that's prompt engineering in the sense yeah. that there is like a non AI layer that filters. Yeah, you can add regular layer. filters to that sort of stuff. Yeah. So they have like a dumbish layer that is like, ring fencing access to raw llm AI, yeah 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 and and it's you're tricking that layer yeah absolutely. but you're not you're not tricking the llm the llm's more than happy to answer any question you throw at it no, yeah no exactly yeah. well they're also updating that layer constantly right just with just with regular censorship techniques so you know which is scary in the know. sense that like immediately out the gate it's almost like this weird nuclear technology that we can, we're not allowed to look directly into the sun. Like, right, right, yeah, you've exactly. got to have this like protective layer. It, it has to be fenced right now. Not only yeah. does do we have to be protected from it, but in a sense, they're saying like it has to be protected from us right. because if they had open access to like people, like it would let's learn all of our evil. Well, wasn't there some? Wasn't there the one Microsoft the Microsoft <clears throat> one? Right? Yeah, that was. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like within like five minutes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it became like, it became racist and it murdered someone within five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and like the only thing it would ever do from that point forward was be horrible racist. Just be racist. <laughs> like it it was just irretrievable. They just had to like murder it. <laughs> That's another whole fringe belief system that uh, I think there's a lot of like belief thinking going on around AI and speculative thinking that, you know, unprovable ideas like, you know, like UFOs and aliens and ancient so the AI is another one, but it's very forward looking. It's like very future oriented. Yeah. I think it's I think that's another fascinating thing. I've been going down some YouTube holes with Dude, that shit. Uh, too. You, um are you are you aware of 
Um, you know who te- you 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 know who Ted Chang is, right? Yeah. Team. Yes. One of his lesser known um, short stories uh, is called Understand, and it's it's about like an experimental drug that's given to this guy who had a traumatic like brain injury, so he's he's basically like you know a vegetable, and they give him this drug to um, repair the neural connections in his brain to like you know help him get back to you know normal but it ends up like boosting his intelligence like by orders of magnitude way beyond Mm. normal human way beyond even the smartest humans and uh he starts just becoming he's like an alien at this so it's like cocaine but for real yeah but for real (laughs) you actually are as smart as you think you are yeah yeah exactly and he um he ends up like he gets so smart and then he uns he he he, uh, he realizes that well I won't I won't but it's a really great short story but it sort of reminds me of like what sort of like you know these these AIs these emergent intelligences and that like we have no idea what's going on like, yeah and what's well, crazy know. is like the, uh, the the savants that can do super fast math or like have like superhuman memory like these there are people walking around with these capabilities and we don't really know how that works. So it's it's an interesting idea that you know possibly we could get a machine to do that before we can even get ourselves to do that with medication or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's a really they're like good, they're like more adept story. at becoming savants at shit. Yeah, and we yeah. encourage that. They they have like infinite capacity. <clears throat> they never get tired. They nope. never get yeah. bored. They don't get bored. They just, yeah, because yeah. there's no conscious. I think there's no. I I don't think there's any debate that these things are not conscious, which I yeah. think might be their advantage. In a yeah. way, in a sense, yeah. Yeah, the like, consciousness I mean, may be like machines. a limiter, in a way, to intelligence. You know oh, definitely. I mean? Like we keep right? say, saying, it's a sign of intelligence, but consciousness is also what makes us tired, grumpy, lose interest, yeah. lose focus. Emotional. Yeah, emotional. You know, whatever. We're, if yeah, you were, had I mean, no consciousness, you could just be pure intelligence, without really any like limiting factor. Like maybe the la- fact that it's not conscious is actually what makes well, it, powerful. and it's not biological, right? <laughs> this thing read the entire fucking internet and it doesn't want to kill itself. <laughs> well, it was yeah. incredibly, <laughs> but it, it it was it was it was a curated set of the internet. Seriously, if you made me sit down and read six hundred seven hundred gigabytes of text, raw text, I would even if well, it was the most uplifting oh, yeah. text, I would kill myself. Yeah, the, Plus, I, it would take forever. I don't know what they're doing, but the initial training set was limited, and then but but now they have like these plugins where it can actually go out and fetch information, new information from the internet. So, you know, I don't know how it's architected. I don't think anyone else does other than OpenAI. But Sam Altman does. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? It, It's 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 hard to tell where it's going to go even in the next six months now that it has open access to to this stuff. Well, I wonder if if conscious the the function of consciousness is really to develop the goals. Because it yeah. seems like the yeah. a, the thing with the AI that it can't do is is be motivated. Set a goal for no. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think consciousness is very motivating because it's like I don't want to feel this way. I want to feel that way. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a signaling mechanism. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And these whatever. things don't have any desires, not yet, really. Which I mean, but that's also weird, right? Because like you could say that okay, if consciousness evolved through natural selection, there was there wasn't necessarily an objective given to it, right? Like all the objectives that we have as conscious beings were kind of just happenstance 
through through natural selection. Well, yeah, so I don't, I don't see that well. kind of reasoning about consciousness, I think, is a bit limiting because it assumes that consciousness <clears throat> is like some trait that the genes create. I'm not sure that's what it is. You think it's like universe, like fundamental to the universe? Yeah, I don't think, I, like, for example, I think the, con the universe is conscious and people are sort of like tapping Channeling into it. it. Yeah, but the consciousness is not. Yeah, it's not like when we blank out, the consciousness disappears. It's yeah. kind of like when we blank yeah. out, like that particular radio station disappears, but the radio waves are still around. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I've I've read a lot about. I'm not read, but listened to a lot of conversations about this, and I don't think I have a very strong opinion either way because it's just so fucking abstract. You know, like it's hard. It's hard for me to really think about. You this. take hard, You just take some harder drugs, man. Right. <laughs> the only the only real way to like interrogate consciousness is directly. Yeah. I don't think he could stand back and study it. I think he just got to go all in and take a hero's dose of whatever. <laughs> just see, yeah. no, I mean, watch I've, it I've melt done, away, and, and then you'll get a little. I've bit done of all the, I've done all the drugs, but yeah, not enough. Not enough. Clearly not enough. Yeah. But when I'm when I'm sober, I just have trouble. Maybe that's the problem. I, yeah. Yeah, you're just too sober. Right now. <laughs> I'm just too sober. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can even just take marijuana and put, go into a self dep a sensory deprivation tank, and supposedly that'll just make you trip too. Marijuana is no joke anymore, man. It's yeah. a serious fucking drug. <clears throat> I'm kind Dude. of concerned by how much marijuana is being smoked in the world right now. I don't think it's it's a little disconcerting. Yeah, like when I grew up, it was much. just super illegal. So yeah. you know, and and weaker. You know. Yeah, it was a lot weaker. Like when, when in the whole free love era, right? Like when like people were doing like joints. And that was about it, right? Maybe some bong hits. I mean, they weren't doing, I mean, yeah, like, gummies and shit. Bro, there's some crazy drugs out there right now. Yeah, like, I remember in college, we used to have to, like, hunt down the strong stuff. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it wasn't just at the store. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, because it wasn't, like, scientifically we were, engineered, we, dude. <laughs> like, most yeah. of the time, we were smoking shit with seeds in it. It was brown. Yeah, well, yeah. You're not even sure you're high. You're just but... like, I, I'm just gonna act <laughs> yeah. high because I smoked it. But right. I'm not even sure I'm high to be it's honest. Like psychosomatic. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just drink and pretend we're high. I don't know. Um, totally psychosomatic. <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> psychosomatic, man. Just like, but dude, I, it's con it's disconcert. It's it is kind of concerning because like, like the drugs these days are so much more powerful than the drugs and before. pure. Dude, pure, like, like fentanyl pure. is like way more powerful than like heroin, heroin I think. Even. There's <clears throat> there's one that's even worse now that's like the car fentanyl is starting to like float okay. around. That's like a hundred times that's, worse than fentanyl. Yeah. It's that's some of these drugs are turning people into zombies, dude. Yeah. That's zombies. Why I stopped partying a lot is because of this fentanyl stuff. Like that shit scares me because it's you're not getting what you think you're getting. They put it in it's everything totally these different. days too. It's like yeah. You might just want to get a molly and you might just fucking die from fentanyl. Yeah, I don't like, like. I haven't done that. I haven't done molly in fucking years because of yeah. that. like I was in I was just in Thailand and my buddy bought a couple of pills off of some random raver guy at dude these parties. Is, I would, is molly the same? Like, is molly the same as ecstasy or is it somehow different than ecstasy? They're basically pure MDMA. Ecstasy is who knows what it is. Yeah, I, I, ecstasy was MDMA. It is, but it, it was like alterated. But it's some other stuff. Yeah. Too. It probably has some well, they would test it. it. Well, they would test it to to see how pure yeah. MDMA it was. But it was yeah. it was supposed to be MDMA. It was supposed so to thought, be this. Yeah. I always took Molly to be a synonym or alternative name for ecstasy, 
but yeah, for pretty much generation or is it not out here out here for molly that usually means pure mdma and it comes in a powder oh okay instead of a pill but the uh, same it's effect it's like a i don't know what, drug like ecstasy well it's a rave out, drug. out here i mean who the fuck really knows but out here usually when you say ecstasy it comes in a pill and it could be a couple of things okay. like mixed together and molly is generally known to be as the, the i don't know in new york there was MDMA. no real difference right like it was just if you had a good supplier whatever that means you would you yeah. would get something that wouldn't you know that would have a better a better you know ecstasy high but yeah. then you would know you got something really sort of mixed with other crap if you had a really bad come down so yeah. it, there what was are, no real yeah, it was a are, synonym like you said what are you your all's experience with uh mdma of whatever i liked form. it i liked it a lot i mean I how many times have you taken it and what was the last countless time? times My, um it's been probably 10 years since the last yeah, time it's, it's probably been three or four years since i did it like ever since like i didn't do it in thailand i chickened out i was like i don't dude like i wouldn't trust it <laughs> yeah i barely right? trusted it when i was doing it in new york was, like eight years I was ago drunk whatever. In thailand and i still wouldn't do it yeah. i was like nah um i think i, I think, probably have done it like five five six times i think yeah, I've, yeah i think i've did it three or four times and yeah, i like i have to lot. say actually i fucking hated it um, oh really no, I mean, I was I was rolling, man. I was like yeah. really rolling. I was really enjoying it, but like the come down is oh, the come down's hard. Yeah, dude, it's like it's such a up. Well, the, the, the shape of the up and the down for for yeah. MDMA yeah, to me is like intolerable. So no, it, that yeah, was no, probably it, yeah, it's mixed bad. in with a little bit of speed. Oh yeah, with, if, for so, sure it was. So yeah, so the like the pure, the quote unquote pure MDMA that I've had doesn't have that problem. There's no come yeah. down effect. And, you just not really. And not, it doesn't yeah. really. I've so had both you just feel of those normal the next day. Yeah. Not normal. normal you feel normal, a little but... drained. You feel yeah. like mentally drained a little bit, but you don't. It's not like a hangover. No, and you're not going to feel depressed no, no, no. or really yeah. like. No, no, no. You know, it wasn't yeah. a hangover. It was like no, not like an alcohol hangover, right? But yeah, it wasn't but a hangover. It was just feel bad. it wasn't a bad feeling. Okay, maybe it was the speed part of it then. But but Probably. but I took. Let's see. I took several ones where it was just like the the uh, giddy. It just it was a very like euphoric experience mm -hmm. where you just kept feeling like you were hitting these like emotional and like visual it like climaxes like visual climaxes and like so like you were feel I felt very like bonded with people, <clears throat> you know like mm -hmm. yeah well that was a very well, maybe that was a cocaine are, experience. <laughs> well, I mean, party drugs like that they probably do make also. The, yeah, they don't know. You don't really know what you're getting, right? So there's definitely some MDMA in there, but there could also be weird research chemicals that are pseudo legal or or just people who just throw them. But in over there. over the course of like three or four times that I did it, it all kind of had the same effect for me, and it was it was a long effect. So like I don't know, speed is pretty short acting. I think this was like all no, night. Short speed is goes for a while. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this this was an all night thing. It had the classic effects that i had heard that ecstasy had i don't know if that means it's pure mdma or not but... i mean I, ultimately dude like these drugs you don't really know where you're getting you at don't all. know where you're getting yeah yeah well what i'm saying is whatever it was that the the shape of it like the fact that there yeah. was like a negative come down the next day i was like i hate this shit i i hate the feeling that whatever peak i hit i'm going to hit the equivalent the reverse of it yeah yeah i don't want that yeah no i get what you're yeah. saying yeah i mean there's yeah, no you don't risk. feel hung over you it, it's like an emotional like low like you just you just feel 
bad. Yes. Yeah, you feel bad. Yeah, it's not like I have a headache. Yeah, it's like you're really depressed. Yeah. Yeah, because you took all the you you just like took all the happy juice. You took out out. a payday loan on On your happiness. happiness. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so you just like I'm gonna take the next five days of happiness and blow it all now. And then I'll have four days of shittiness, and it'll be fine. And then when you hit the shittiness, you're like, "Oh, dude, this sucks." This yeah, isn't worth I it. think it's also it's also just easier for younger people to deal with that because they don't have yeah. much going on. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Like, they don't have yeah. shit to worry about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or they can just so go to it's work. Totally a young person's then, game. Yeah. I would never fuck yeah. with that stuff anymore. <laughs> I don't know. For me, yeah, maybe I can't, I can't do that anymore. Maybe because I have maybe stronger like depressive tendencies than than you do, teen. Maybe I don't know. No, but I have pretty strong I, depressive tendencies. I don't I know. I went through. I think we're similar at that level. You don't. Maybe. I. I, I definitely have it. Okay. Yeah. Um. You but, only know yeah. the. You only know the non-depressed side of me. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but yeah, you do. Uh, you, 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 I'm in a yeah. hole. I'm in a hole. Nobody's seen it. I'm in a hole. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. No, that, yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. I just. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I even even knowing the and. Even knowing there was going to be a come down, like it, I think part of me is just it, it, I knew that like that drug was good. Would if if I were going to like abuse like a, a serious drug, yeah. it would be that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I I, I almost consciously was like I'm not going to ask my friends for it. I'm not going to like and go to places and like whatever. Right? I saw it, people yeah. abusing it. Yeah, yeah, and like and I, I don't I don't want up. that. I, I've lost yeah. track of a lot of those people, but I'm like, dude, those yeah. years of raving. Yeah, it fucked you up, man. Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't want any of that. So I was like, I, you know, I've been hearing, I've been hearing, e tarts out here. Yeah, you call them what? E tarts. E tarts. Oh, okay. Why B tarts? What's B for? E E tarts. Oh, E tarts. Yeah, and like I, I know I've been hearing stories about people who are like functional in life. You know, they do well in life. They have jobs, but they're just their personal lives are just fucking crazy, and they're just they're constantly seeking like inappropriate relationships with people at work you know stuff like that and they're all chasing <laughs> they're always chasing i don't mean like they're trying to fuck you i mean they're trying to like turn into your best friend and then take you raving and they're like <laughs> oh, okay. and they're weird as fuck and they're like emotionally stunted and they're inappropriate but they're functional i mean they you know i'm not saying they're like yeah, they do their work you know, yeah. yeah no they're, they're 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 making money they're doing whatever but they're constantly trying to chase that you know early 20s like right. thrill yeah and yeah. they're just fucking unhappy, like crazy unhappy. I suspect that's what happened to Tony Shea a little bit. Oh yeah, the Zappos guy. Yeah. yeah, like he kept he wanted to find that peak again, and he couldn't. He didn't know the way. He was lost, you know, because he he probably taken all the receptors that were responsible for that feeling, and they were all just fucked, blasting them open. They're yeah. just, they're just, just blasted. Yeah. They're just blasted. dude. He probably built. You know, if you think of it as like borrowing money, he probably took out such a huge fucking loan you know in terms of like yeah. reaching into the future self and saying i'm gonna take the next 10 years of happiness and experience it all at once in one weekend in one weekend <laughs> and it was probably dude he probably was like god level at that moment and then the bill came due and he was like yeah that's my that's my theory i don't know but i mean like I partied from sure what I, I mean well, yeah, yeah. Party too hard. And also just the fact that no one's going to stop you. you. Right. No one's, yeah. well, he, he, who could stop you <laughs> if they wanted to. And like the fact that he like tried to create basically a, another city in the desert, right? Like he tried to create like a whole sort of like right. fantasy land. Like a well, fantasy he remember he had, he, he had a house where he was just paying people 
as the full time employees out. to do yeah. nothing but just surround them and have a full time party nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and it, it, it never worked. Oh you know, God. it obviously never worked. And apparently he would he, yeah. he wouldn't sleep. This is the scary part was like, I found out, I read that uh, people were saying, like his friends were saying, he would sleep surrounded by like a thousand candles. Jesus. That's so fucking crazy. He, he couldn't sleep in the <laughs> dark. insane. And it, it didn't help to have the lights on. It had to be candles and like a, like hundreds of them surrounding him at night. Which what they suspect is what oh, might have killed him. What? Yeah, burned his oh, house. Burned, burned oh his, yeah, burned yeah, it yeah. Down. yeah. Fuck. He died of smoke inhalation because he 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 didn't burn to death. I don't think, but right. he, he was stuck in smoke and then crawled around and fucking and then died. died. Or something. To tie it all back, I think horrible. this is why this is why I I prefer the weird fascination of fringe beliefs over hard partying. Yeah, yeah. An <laughs> outlet for just like I want to experience something. A little bit beyond my daily <laughs> reality, but I don't want to take a drug. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to get high. I don't want to like go crazy. I just want to think believe about in some really UFOs up. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What's the? Just let yeah. me have my UFO shit. That's why Krugman and uh, and and fucking <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson can all go to hell. Like, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. I think it should be healthy for people to have fringe beliefs. It's a great outlet, man. It's a much better outlet than. Yeah, some of the other shit that people do, which is fully yeah. encouraged. Okay, fucking there's fucking drugs. There's just drugs everywhere now. Yeah, and that's true. There's fucking online is just it's just a <laughs> giant whorehouse of of like teenage <laughs> girls, and they advertise it. We got teenage girls here. You know, you're like, what the uh, fuck is going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's gone a little off the rails. It's <laughs> off the rails, dude. <laughs> they, don't, they don't. They don't even let's need a pimp. It in they, and let's talk about ancient aliens. Yeah. They don't even need yeah. a pimp. They pimp themselves. I just I just find the childlike fascination of this weird shit to be way more sustainable and less harmful and dangerous than some of the thrills that people are seeking right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. There's less harm in believing in uh Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's fun talking ancient about aliens shit. than uh... <laughs> We should we should do more of these though. Uh, we're at three this is probably good for two episodes, but Yeah. Um uh, we should do more of these because uh, there's there's just so much crazy shit in my head that I haven't told you about. <laughs> You're like, I'm dude, teen, how did you get into that? I'm like, it tr- yeah, just, I have, I, have you it. heard? Look into it, heard, dude. Teen, have you heard of this um, Project Serpo? No. What is that? So uh, S E R P O, and it, there was like a novel, like a short story written that was supposed to be like a report of this mission. It was like a ten year mission. Where like five or six uh, astronauts like got into a ship and you know with these aliens and went to their home planet and then they came back and it's crazy, <laughs> like obviously not I'll true, but like an amazing story. Like I thought, what was story. amazing? I remember there were stories about these <laughs> Russian cosmonauts that got knocked out of orbit and they've just they've they're just like three dead mummified yeah, just- cosmonauts in a capsule that's like zooming out to like yeah far reaches of extrasolar space but i try i believe that's not true but i so wish that was true yes yes supposedly (laughs) like supposedly and they tried to cover it up right and like they have the last recording of like the woman who was like just shot out there oh i don't know about that but yeah no there's supposedly a recording of it but they they just like lost in space there's like three mummified humans just going I, unfortunately, I don't think it's true, but no, no. But I mean, but but it, it's believable enough because 
the you know the Russian space program had a, a multiple tragedies where they like lost cosmonauts and they like covered it up, right? I love this Star so, like, Trek. Remember the Star Trek? Yeah. Was it the first motion picture where like the Klingons used the Voyager as target practice? <laughs> you know the Voyager when oh, we yeah, got, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It might Voyager. have been the Klingons, <laughs> the one that we sent out in the seventies, yeah, and the Klingons yeah, yeah. found it, and, and they're then like Voyager comes practice. back to be like, remember me, and it's like <laughs> super intelligence, yeah. like. Honestly, that movie with V'ger, V'ger basically, or Voyager, it collected so much information that it had had a, it emerged as a super intelligence, like an AI, yeah. right? So, I which love, sort of mirrors what happened with our AIs, right? It I got like, large I enough like and it became intelligent. I like that energy. I like that weird thinking. Yeah, Voyager <laughs> comes back as like some super intelligent. The things I've learned, man. <laughs> But it came back and like it you just don't wanted know to download. It just wanted to come back to its maker and give us the information. But it was so powerful that that blast of data would have destroyed us. It's too much truth. Too much. It's too much raw truth. fucking truth. That was called capital D disclosure. <laughs> it was, it was going to give us the big D. It was so big the D. It the was big gonna V kill us. was going to give us the big v, D. The v was going to give us the D. And then <laughs> All right. All right, let's call it here. Um, all right, I'm all right. This was you your this. Memorial Day. Fuck around, fuck around, and find out. Pod, very fun. <laughs> we just there we go. absolute psychos. Okay, cool. Total random. All right, see y'all. Bye now. Okay. See you guys later. <laughs>